All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, since we've returned from the pandemic, I know, I know, I know y'all are so disappointed that we don't have a clip at the top of this episode, right? But it is for good reason, mm -hmm. okay? We did not change things up mm -mm. for nothing. Never change. Never change. <laughs> we will get to a clip. We will get to a clip. Before we get to a clip, though, Alex and Steph, how y'all beautiful people doing? Feeling good today. How you good, doing? good, good, good. I right. am excited. I don't get excited. Like, <laughs> yes, you do. All right. We need to dispel that. You get very excited. But you know what? I get excited once the lights turn on. Yes. Like, I don't know if y'all know this. Pre-show, I'm yeah. always, I'm in a mental zone. Yes. I'm kind of quiet. I let you guys do the thing. Yeah. But then... He come alive in a limelight, y'all. We, we, we have a guest for our audio listeners. We do have Wait. somebody here. Yes. For the visuals, you guys already, the, the surprise is ruined. Um, <laughs> but to our guest, I am not really, um, I don't express my excitement too much until the mics come on. Like, I'm a completely different person than I was two minutes ago. You'll probably notice that. 100%. 100%. <laughs> cool. <laughs> she has an amazing voice. She's super talented. Yes. Uh, she is a writer. She has her own blog. Mm -hmm. She's also an author. Mm -hmm. Steph has purchased her book. I have. I'm, I'm waiting has. for it to be delivered, sis. Waiting for the shipping details. You ordered on my website or I did, Amazon? On my website. Okay. 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 She's like Comflex. She's like, you know, I don't I don't pack those anymore. Um, Amazon just sends those out. Um, so take up any shipping inquiries with them. Thank you. And also, one of the reasons we've even got this um, connection yes. was because she is a social media director, something that I can relate to, <laughs> something that I feel for her on. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm really excited to have a conversation with somebody who can understand some of the challenges and the journey that it took you to get to where you are. Mm. She is the digital nomad. The oh, digital nomad. I like the digital nomad. Also, the unofficial member of Griselda. Benny No Butcher. Benny No the Butcher. The Butcher coming, nigga. But no. Uh, <laughs> the Expeditiously podcast starring T.I. Yes. She's a part of that as well. Yeah. Thank you for pulling up. We got Benny in the building. What's up, Benny? What's up, Benny? What's up? Oh, my gosh. It's so dope because <laughs> Benny definitely, like, slid in our DMs. Hey. <laughs> I was like, she, what's up? She, she was like, what's up? <laughs> Let's talk. Um, dinner, drinks, talk, big podcast. Kind of bagged us. Let's do it. No, She's I like, bagged you. <laughs> and it was easy. Because <laughs> here she is. We Wait, some hoes? No, no, no. <laughs> it was <laughs> easy. Now y'all hear her? It was easy. Right. She I'm said, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but thank you for coming to sit down with us. Yes. Before we get into yeah. you, we want to show some love to our listeners. Listen, Absolutely. as you guys have been known, we've been give, we, we're doing a cash giveaway for the holidays, right? Yes. We don't want you guys to miss out. We want you to be a part of it. Save on how much we giving? Five hundred dollars. Hey, we giving away five hundred of them things. Are we giving away five hundred of them things? Cool. Yeah. Listen, we know it's been a, a crazy pandemic. We know holiday season is coming up. As a matter of fact, holiday season is here. It's upon us. It's upon us, right? Y'all need this money. You know? Jingle bells. Are jingling. Jingling. And who the hell else is? Give y'all money. So <laughs> go ahead and leave a content based. Not the uh, government. Definitely not, not them. We're gonna not get, we'll get to that later. <laughs> so since the government not giving you money, no money, the need to know is. So go ahead and leave a content, a content based comment on our YouTube social media pages. If it if it catches our eye, right, who knows? You might have five hundred dollars in your pocket. Not okay. for sure. It's, mm -hmm. it's it's randomized. And mm -hmm. for anybody who's new to the podcast and to what we do, we've done at least two or three giveaways. We've given away mm -hmm. AirPods. We've given away Yeezys. Yes, spoil. Um, Come yes, on, we man. spoil, spoil our audience. 
it's like guys. we appreciate the love. Yes. And uh, we're gonna get to this a little bit later, but I was saying off air how, and I've said it on the previous podcast, like this year has it's taken so much from us. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. A lot of people have lost in in all aspects, financially, spiritually, physically. Yeah. Um, so we want us to do something and give back around the holidays. Yeah. Uh, so like Alex said, all you gotta do is leave a comment here on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Apple, you can leave a comment somewhere, and also Feral City. Make sure you guys yeah. go check out Feral City. Sign up there, and we have the numbers, we have the names. It's randomized. Uh, Alex, we haven't decided if we're gonna give somebody the full five hundred. Sure. If we want to break it up into uh, two fifty, two fifty. Right. But regardless, we're giving away some money around now. the holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. thank you guys for supporting, watching, commenting. Make sure you like and all that good stuff. Now, right. Let's get into the show. Without shits. further ado. Without further ado, <laughs> again, Benny. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> I'm doing amazing. I'm doing amazing yeah. now that I have somebody who can share some of the gripes that I have. Mm. Like social media, right? You called yourself a digital nomad. Alex, you picked that up. I love that, bro. That was such nah, a that's, about that's, that's, what, that's what she looked like. Coin that. Got to coin that. Coin that. The digital nomad. Why are you a digital nomad? What makes yeah. you a digital nomad? Um, I would say like when you work online you don't have to be in person Mm -hmm. that's all i mean by it like i could just be where i want to be which is like what i always wanted from a career for sure so work your job anywhere yeah yeah working on the expeditiously uh expeditiously podcast with ti right i automatically assume atlanta Mm -hmm. so she hit us up she said hey how you guys doing drinks i thought you gonna fly us out (laughs) (laughs) because you start like you just jumped in our dms and you said hey you know guys i I see you doing your things and i would like to you know chop it up with you over drinks and dinner so i'm like oh my god steph and and, and we about to get fluid and just for some background for some background um benny so graciously actually was the one that pulled our clip um from last week where we spoke about Mm -hmm. um you know women liking men who get a certain amount of women. Um, that was a conversation that T.I. had T. I. had had on Expeditiously Podcast like three weeks ago. I think it was like an older clip. It was old, yeah. Like older three clip. Weeks. Three weeks. Um, Benny pulled it, uh, retweeted us, threw us on the page. And let me tell you something. When I woke up that morning, the first thing I said to the guys, I was like, I went, I went on the Expeditiously Podcast page and I'm looking through everything and I'm like, I don't see no other podcasts on here. Yeah. I was like, I just see T.I.'s <laughs> podcast and then Savon's whole face my face there you go on the page <laughs> and the then bear. I hear you know me calling <laughs> bird brain ass bird brain ass so I just want to say thank you you know for, for even pulling us but that that is where um, you know Benny found us mm-hmm. um, and then we linked and here she is today nah, here sure. I am today but the funny part is I like me, I just like connecting with people. So especially since I be in different cities, like doing whatever. Sure. Like I just I like relationships. Like mm-hmm. I like meeting people. But I always been that way. Like since I was young, I was that person. Like my father had to be like, not everybody your friend. Like stop, <laughs> stop talking to strangers. Yeah, not everybody yeah, your yeah. friend. And I'd be like, Are you Daddy. sure? I'd be like, Are you sure? Because I was just talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> I know his name. He knows mine. We yeah. friends now. <laughs> and like, I feel like, especially since we're in like the same industry, mm-hmm. like it's important to like network with the people you're with because, mm-hmm. like I was telling, um. Ooh, Alex. Alex. Ooh, it's okay. We're just, right. we're just getting to know each other. Yeah. We're just getting right, to know each right. Other. It's a new relationship. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, I was telling Alex, like, yeah. this, like, what you guys are building now, it's like the foundation. It's the same thing that The Breakfast Club was doing in, like, 2011. Mm-hmm. So it's like, in 2025, y'all gonna be like, here. Come on. So it's like, Thank you. it's not about, like, where y'all go or what y'all do, but it's mm-hmm. just about, like, 
we all need to build our bonds because yeah. we're like influencing the next generation right. so it's for like sure. we should be close together and like communicating with each other and sure. building those relationships speaking about the next generation you are the next generation. <laughs> nah, I ain't we gonna have, let you do that to nah, you know, you know, auntie, nah, you know, auntie, let a kid. Nah. You know, what? auntie Steph, let a kid. What's that Michael Jordan meme where he's just Fuck crying? Them kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Uh. But no, Benny is. Um, you're a Gen Zer. I'm Gen Z. You like a real Gen, Gen Z. I'm a real Gen Z. So Gen-Z. Wow, right? you're they finally not the youngest person in the room. Congratulations, Congrats. So Benny, there's this running joke. There's a running joke here, Benny, that I'm like. 14 and I'm always the youngest in the room so it's it's good to see a fellow you know what I'm saying millenn- how old are you 24 okay but in our eyes like me and Steph how old are y'all we the OG how old are y'all how old are y'all we the OG how old are y'all I'm the old bitch in the club I, how old are y'all <laughs> <laughs> yo Benny watch this watch this how old are y'all I'm 26 I'm 20. I knew y'all I'm a year older than Savon. Oh my sweet. gosh. Yes. I, I, I'll be 27. It's right around the corner. Right. It's not too far Niggas for me. Niggas be fiending to be old. Slow down. Wait, you <laughs> said you'll be 47 soon? <laughs> <Close to laughs> I'm, I'm feeling it. it. Whoa. I'm feeling it. I don't play like that. <laughs> but now, Benny, um, it, it's inspiring your age and exactly. how much you've accomplished sure. and, and your drive. And again, uh, hopefully throughout this episode, people will understand exactly mm. why me, Steph, and Alex are so impressed. Yes. And I do hope anybody who's listening to this podcast takes away, like, yo, she has been working. She considers herself a digital nomad, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And the reason I emphasize that is because, in a sense, I view myself in that way. Mm-hmm. The only thing is I haven't taken a leap to move the way that you had. Mm-hmm. So I want to start here yes. because Steph, the OG, or, or the old head, whatever you want to call Steph, right? right. She, the young lady. The old and, and, bitch in the club. <laughs> now, if auntie, I said auntie. the old bitch in the club, it's a problem. But I will never. Yes, she would, I would reach I would across never, the screen. So I'm glad she said it. But no, Steph always talks shit about us because we're from Long Island, uh, Alex and myself, right? Wait, wait, wow. Grew up in Long Island. Whoa, whoa. Joe, he makes jokes. Wait, what'd you say? Nah, she said wow. I just said wow. Right, but baby. she can't say wow because mm. during our first interaction, she's like, oh my God, I see your number. You're from Long Island. I'm like, yo, Chill. <laughs> or the and, area code. And, and come to find out. I was like, is that Long Island? She mm-hmm. has a background <laughs> in Long Island. I grew up in Long Island, yes. Okay. What, what town did you grow up uh-huh. in? Middle Island, Quorum. That is far as fuck. I've never, <laughs> that is further never than me. It. Is that in the Hamptons? Yeah, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't never it's, it's, it's literally in the middle of the island. It's, and it's, that's why it's called Middle Island. It's very far. True to its name. But you want to know what, though? It's important to big up that we're from Long Island. You want to know why? Because mm-hmm. nothing see? ever comes out. No, let me no, see. See? see. And you see? And we're going to spill that today. It's a yeah. So I got a question for you, Steph. Where's Buster Ron's from? All right, all right. No, no, no. We're going to spill wait, some Alex really gets in his What we going to do? Well, I actually just learned that. He's from Roosevelt. He's from Really? Uniondale, Roosevelt area. Okay, Flavor Flav. Big ups, big ups. Flavor Flav, where he from? Ashanti, who's the upcoming queen. Where's Ashanti from? Glen Cove. Okay, so okay. Benny, you understand what I'm saying? It's so thing. important for us to big up where we from because when you hear New York, mm-hmm. listen to me. I get, I feel like Everybody I thinks Brooklyn, be like, but it's not just yeah. Brooklyn. You get what I'm saying? It's all of New York. And Benny the Butcher is from like, um, exactly, mm-hmm. so. But, but who says like, you ever heard like <laughs> Buster Rhymes about Roosevelt? Yeah. <laughs> Glenn Cole? But, yeah. but that's what Alex is saying. That's yeah. why it's important that's, for us to kind of say, hey, this is where we're from. You this is what we do. And, and yeah. I have the balance of living in Queens <laughs> for a lot of years yes. and going to Long Island. Yes. I know you said you had a similar journey that you kind of partially grew up in Queens, partially Long Island. Mm-hmm. Um, so I related to that too. Like there's a lot of things that I looked into where I see parallels between the two of us. 100%. So I was uh, excited to have you here. Um, I want to start with not just 
that's Long Island because I want to broaden the conversation, sure. right? Mm-hmm. I want to talk to a lot of people that listen to us and say, yo, how do I get to where you are? Although I'm not in a major city, mm-hmm. I don't have the love, I don't have the support. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Griselda, Buffalo, they always say, Buffalo yo, we got shit on. Being from New York and right. not being from the boroughs, we didn't get to look. And I, I can acknowledge that because it's somebody yeah, who lived too. on the outskirts of the, the hub for opportunities, which mm-hmm. is the five boroughs. What did that do for you? How did that shape your work ethic? Uh, do you feel like that plays a part in how you got to where you are? Um, just talk to, I, I guess, that. 100%. So, like, even though, you know, big up Long Island. Benny! No, but seriously. Um, okay, so my mother lived in Hollis, Queens. Hey, Queens I'm a town over from Hollis. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so, my father. Had a, you just kicked me? No, that no. was me. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> you saw she looked at me? I was like, okay, Long that, Island. Okay, that, 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 you got tight. said, please, please. She said, did you just kick me? No, but your mother's from Queens. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my father's from Long Island. Mm-hmm. And when I was young, I would do the back and forth. I would spend my summers in Queens and, like, the year in Long Island. Mm-hmm. But then when I turned 15, I told my dad, like, okay, I'm moving in with my mom and I want to go I want to live in Queens in high school and honestly I feel like you that went to high school in Queens yeah what where I, I went to St. Francis Prep oh okay. my god Prep. okay listen I went to a uh, private junior high school mm-hmm. and all my friends all the girls went to like St. Francis Prep really like after that yes, I went did. to a public high school I was very happy yes, I, need, I said did. no all more uniforms for me go. I'm done with these kilts and these stockings okay <laughs> no. I'm wearing tight jeans and low-cut shirts <laughs> after my freshman year of high school I was kind of like all right there's nothing out here for me like mm-hmm. and I was okay so I was kind of the rowdy kid so I was getting in fights a lot and I was getting expelled a lot mm. and really, Benny. I, like suspended a lot excuse me so I got really? suspended during my finals week and my dad was basically like all right you're moving with your mother in Queens. Like, uh, the Fresh Prince Launch Auntie and Uncle Bel Air. Not quite Bel Air, but... Not quite Bel Air. Hollis. Hollis. Hollis Queen. Nothing special. So did you feel Actually, like really special, though. One, yeah. Once you got to Queens, you had to kind of fight for that, hey, I belong, or hey, like, what was it like finding your footing? No, I feel like I always belong. Because when I was young, when I would spend the summers in Queens, you know, all of my friends live on my block. We would ride scooters together. Like, you know, the ice cream man. Like, it just felt like more of a community. So when I got to Queens, I felt like, okay. And I had a lot more opportunities than my friends that stayed in Long Island. Because, you know, I spent, like, from when I was nine to, like, well, no, when I was, like, six to, like, 16 Mm -hmm. in Long Island, so like a lot of my friends from back home is what I'm saying, like ended up pregnant, having kids early. Like mm-hmm. I'm 21, but like my best friend from middle school has three kids wow. and she my age. Wow. So it's like a lot of people out there, it's like either got addicted to something or mm-hmm. had kids early or even got married early. Like mm-hmm. a lot of my friends on my Facebook timeline are getting married and I'm like, yeah. are And this is from your town in Long Island? Yes. Why do you think that that is? Um, there's not much to do out there. Yeah. Coram is heavy, like it, it's known for it's heavy populated with drug use. Yes, really? and okay. not like the weed, like the real drugs. Yeah, like, drugs. Like, Hard stuff. yeah a yes. lot of people go out there to sell and move work and okay. transport and all that shit because yes. it's further out east. Like, okay. it's also closer to the jails in Long Island. Okay. So they got Yap Pink and they got Riverhead. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like Coram is not the. 
It's probably the hood. Coram and Mastic is probably the hood of that area. Right. Of that area. And that's what I'm saying, because when you tell people you're from Long Island, they be like, oh, it's like, no, no, no. Pick fe- white picket fence. Yeah, yeah, it was not, not that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to make fun of them like that a, a lot. I have yeah. a vivid memory yeah. of like I when I was young, um, there was this crackhead. She would run up and down the block talking shit every morning. And when I was like nine, I like lifted up my window. I was like, shut the you know? <laughs> and she was like, you what you shut say, the fuck like, up. And I was like, damn. Like, oh, I, wow. Right before I go to school. So it's yeah, like, yeah. even though I was moving to Hollis, which it was a lot better. Did you sure. feel like you knew what you wanted to do like in high school? Like, I'll speak for myself, right? Mm-hmm. High school, where was my mind at? My mind was on basketball, women. Hmm. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. And it kind of bothered me. What a because short list. <laughs> super short. I thought he was going to keep going. No, <laughs> I was, that was it. Like, that like, was you it. know, basketball. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what niggas think Girls. about. That was Anyways, yeah. basketball, women. Like, niggas swear they going to go to the league, to bro. You're day. not going to go to the league, bro. Anyway. KD and <laughs> ladies, bro. <laughs> don't date niggas that think they're going to go to the league. Oh, honey. doing that. Cool, stop it. Some of them going to make it, all right? All right. But at that time, though, right, I kind of, I kind of, I was mad at myself for not having a lot on my list. Like now, I feel like I'm a full flavored male, a full flavored individual who likes to do a lot. Full flavored, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) A lot in the pot. <laughs> if I mean, a lot of you know, say a lot of food in here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, though, did you know like on, you Goya. wanted to get into this? Don't, we have banned Goya, so you better oh, relax. My bad. Okay, my bad. thank you. Obey. Steph don't ban nothing. She's still here with Kanye, <laughs> Goya. Listen, like, I was cook. I had to. I, what am I gonna put on my eggs? I, I gotta put the adobo on my eggs. I'm not mad. Adobo on everything. You need the adobo. That's everything. what we doing. That's on everything. Listen, banning adobo is not gonna fix the but there's systematic of oppression. Adobo. Okay, there's different brands. Well, yeah, there is some different brands. Right. I'll broaden my horizons. <laughs> but yeah, like but when you're did this you full flavored? You know, yeah, person. at least now. Yeah, right. And I'm happy mm-hmm. for that. Like, mm-hmm. when did you realize when you knew what you actually wanted to do? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. People always talk about like, oh, what do you want to do? I didn't know what I wanted to do in high school. I just knew, like, I always. Ever since I was like six, I knew who I wanted to be. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I didn't know what I was good at or anything. But wow. like when I was in a kid, I was in drama club. And when I was fr- from like when I was like six to sixteen, I was a dancer. And mm-hmm. you know, like I just yeah. love lights, camera, action. Okay. And like I'm talking about you shy when you came in here. <laughs> I am personally shy, like internally, mm-hmm. but like. In my mind, I always saw myself like on a stage, mm. talking to people, um, and also like I would like practice my interviews with a Breakfast Club, like in front of the mirror. I, I swear to God, I love that. I would be like, "Yeah, Charlemagne." So, yeah. No, I actually want to go back to that. What you said. Um, so you've you you've read? Have you read Becoming by Michelle Obama? No. Um, but you know about it. That's yeah. the auntie book. book. That is the auntie book. That is the auntie book. Yeah, I bought my grandmother, my and aunt, my great grandmother. Anyone who is aspi- aspiring to be a true blue auntie, read Becoming, okay? Because Auntie Michelle Obama has the gems for you. I believe it. Um, but one thing that she said was, you know, when she was younger, people would always ask her like. What do you want to be when you grow up? What yeah. do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. And she said, you know, looking back on it now, I found it to be such a frivolous question mm-hmm. because it's as if you grow up and then you stop becoming something. Mm-hmm. Stop becoming. Mm-hmm. Right? I like that. Or mm-hmm. you get you get older and then you just stop being. Yeah. And you know, for her, it was such a profound statement because mm-hmm. she thought she was gonna be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And she met Obama and he completely shook her life up. Yep. So, you know, I think when you say, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do, I, I knew what I wanted to be. Yeah. Speak to that. Like, 
you don't have to know what you want to do, honestly. Because even last night, I was asked my, asking myself, like, internal conversation. I was like, all right, where you want to be at 25? Where you want to be at 30? And nothing was coming up. Like, mm-hmm. no visions, no, like, I'm going to be here. Like, I don't see none of that for myself. I just mm-hmm. see, like, I know who I am and I know who I want to be. I want to be a boss. I want to be an entrepreneur. Yes. I want to be around celebrities. I want to be, you know, making a business. I want to be a millionaire. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's... That's what I want to be. Yeah, you know, that's and not something became, to do. Yeah, yeah. you and could you could do one business deal and become a millionaire. Mm-hmm. So it's not about what you do; it's about who you are. Oh, that's so it. good. I was telling Steph about this quote when I walked in, and I feel it's literally like ties into what you got, what you just said to me. Mm-hmm. It said, "Um, I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product, product of me." me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like that has like resonated in my soul this entire mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. because it's like. I'm going to use that with anywhere I go, any business deal, any people I work with. Like, if it doesn't feel natural or comfortable for the person I am or trying to become to be, Mm -hmm. I'm cool. Sure. And it's so funny because, um, and I don't think, I'm not sure if, say, I think he mentioned this at the beginning, all the different hats that you wear. You know, you're a writer, poetry. So I stumbled upon your blog. Um, Some gems on there. Amazing, amazing blog. First of all, I just want to say... as a lover of writing, like I feel like that's where I started out. Like mm. I just I had journals, like mm. my whole life, like diary, like mm. that was how I got it, like got it out. Mm. Um, and I think as time went on, you know, I found different lanes. I modeled, I acted, I'm podcast personality, all these things. Mm. But um, you said I, I read your blog, um, okay. and you talked a little bit about your journey, um, yep. your gap year, and all yeah. these different things. What's a gap year? Uh, she took a, some time off um, for college. For college, um, yeah. And it's something that a lot of our audience members always ask us. Mm-hmm. Like, what mm-hmm. if I don't want to go to school? Or what if I want to drop out mm-hmm. and do this? Or I have all these things. Mm-hmm. So if I can, I just, I want to read like an excerpt yeah, of sure. what you said. Um, I'm like, what the fuck did I say? Yes. <laughs> Me on this so podcast said, all the time. <laughs> what the fuck did I say? What the fuck did I say? <laughs> I had no idea. Um, I know a lot of y'all are lost, depressed, and anxious, and not knowing what to do with your life. Mm. I know a lot of y'all have never taken a break to see who you are when you're not doing anything for somebody else or to survive. Mm. Yes, sis. Yes, you, you said that. No, you said you that. Said that. No, Benny, Benny. You said that. 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 You was talking. <laughs> okay. Was talking that talk. Okay, go off. Go off. Damn. Um, but trust me, it's the best thing you can do. School mm. isn't for everyone. Every parent's worst nightmare to hear that, I think. <laughs> um, right. But you're that. Well, you'll, we'll see. They'll later. be right. Yeah. Right. You don't need it to be successful. Everything I've done that makes me successful happened outside of school. Mm-hmm. If you need it, take a gap year. Give yourself a break. Don't rush through school, then graduate and rush through your life. He. That was he. Shit, I wrote that. <laughs> bars, <laughs> Benny, Benny. Bars. <laughs> we know you got the bars, Benny. And so I guess from there, you know, speaking about parents, the very next thing you talked about was what your dad said and the reaction that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming from like a Caribbean household, you know, a Haitian household, like yep. you expected something different, but he did what instead? So... Like, it was very emotional for me because, like, my dad raised me, like, to go to school. And, mm-hmm. like, Pierre, you're Haitian. So it's like, it's like you're raised to go to school, graduate, get a good job, mm-hmm. make money, pay your family back. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally, in that order. <laughs> take care of them. Right. And take care of them. Uh-huh. And once you're creative, that per- that path isn't really as laid out at mm. all so it's like it. what you what you really about to tell your parents right. yeah. like hey i want to be i want to be a digital know that doctor or lawyer pick one <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because um similar like 
people always ask me, all right, how'd you get to where you are, right? Mm -hmm. And I did go to school. I completed school. I took a gap year, but it wasn't a strategic gap year. It was, yo, fuck this. I'm quitting. I do not want to do school anymore. (laughs) And then my mom gave me the ultimatum of, yo, you either go back to school or you're paying rent at 17, 18 years old. Rent wasn't an option for me at that time. Like, yeah, it's like, did you have a job? Yeah, I had a job, and I was I was actually a manager at like this modeling kiosk in the mall. So I would try and get people to like sign up. Annoying ass. I was one of them. I've been annoying. Like, hold on. Yep, stay right there. Stay right there. Hold on. Let me see. Wait. Turn left. Turn left. Stop. You can be a model. You can be a model. I used to be like, really? Oh my god. I might be responsible for fifty percent of the Instagram models in my hood. Oh lord. Because I was selling. I was selling the dreams. You follow most of them. I might. But Steph, but Steph, Simone's a pimp. They follow me too. Well, mm, they remember mm. you. Talk, you. Talk to you, it. You help them kickstart their career. But just talk they to it. They owe you follows. <laughs> right? Talk to it. <laughs> so I was working at this kiosk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was selling dreams, selling hopes. And <laughs> False dreams. <laughs> the hope work. dealer. But I was making. Y'all sold right? me a dream. Shit. Now, and <laughs> <laughs> you have a cash in on that dream. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But um, in, in 2012, 2013, whatever, recently mm-hmm. graduated, I was making a whopping $13 an hour. Woo! Wow. Wait, 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 wait. It gets, it's, it's more. Not <laughs> only. Commission. No commission. Uh, they weren't that generous. Uh, but I was like the head, head boss. So I would make my own schedule. I mm, work on a Saturday morning. Okay. Like I was lit, right? In my mind, I thought, yo, this is a great fucking life. Mm, yeah. So my mom hit me with that ultimatum. So now I find myself having to go back to school. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Fast forward. We're going to speed this up a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I get to a point where um, I use social media. Yeah. I reach out to Joe Budden. And I say, hey, Joe, you don't know me. I don't know you, but I feel like I can help you, mm. right? Just like that. I had no idea. I, I didn't know anything. I was working Love out of my house. And <laughs> then he responds, right? And since that response, we create a relationship, and now I am where I am today, mm-hmm. right? 100%. So, and I say all of that to say, to tie it into what Steph was saying about the school post that you had on your blog, mm-hmm. is I technically did not need a degree to work and do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Social media, I was savvy wow. on social media before I had thousands of followers, before I even met Joe. I had a, right. When I met Joe, I think I had about five or 6,000 followers at being nobody, doing verified. nothing, right? You feel me? Now he verified. Now he got a blue check. Now he got the swipe up for the it's link. Close. Okay, swipe up. <laughs> <laughs> no link in bio. <laughs> but it, it goes to the conversation of school. Like yeah. everybody doesn't have to take that school route. I did, but I don't. I didn't need school. Joe has never asked for a degree. Ian has never said, "Yo, where's your degree? What makes you qualified to promote a market?" <laughs> where's your degree? The number one podcast in mute. Like mm. I didn't. I don't need it. Yeah. But I do have it, and it helped me. So, is there any point in uh, Going back to what Steph was saying, sure. is there any point where you felt like, you know what, I didn't need school to do what I'm doing. I had the uh, the drive. I had the hustle. But it did help me in a way. I mean, yeah, but it was very scary because, like, you know, I don't know. First of all, because you know how people rag on, what's his name? Floyd, for, like, not going to school. They be like, he don't know this shit because he didn't go to school. <laughs> Sometimes I be in meetings and I'm like, I don't know this shit because I didn't finish college. Like, I be <laughs> wow. feeling like, I be, like, sometimes I really be feeling, like, stupid because I'm like, okay, do they know X, Y, Z because they went to college and I didn't? Mm-hmm. But the things I know, 
you couldn't have gone to college to learn. Right. I love that. Yeah. And in creative industries, you don't really need a degree. It's like, yeah. are you good at what you do? Yes right. or no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't understand that because there's a new territory, right? Mm-hmm. Like with every other field for the past how many years, mm-hmm. all right, you need X amount of this to get into this. You need to te- pass this test. You need right. a requirement for this. This is such a new realm where it's right. like a lot of the Gen Z and millennials are like, we're teaching you guys yeah. how to do this shit. <laughs> because think about How it. dare you tell me I need something when I'm yeah. telling y'all to do right. it? Yeah. It was like, you know, the pipeline to either prison or being a worker bee. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yep. prison mm-hmm. or being mm-hmm. a worker bee. Like, mm-hmm. you go to college so that you can enter working society, mm-hmm. so that you can have a nine to five, so that you can contribute. Right. But people are not teaching you how to be an entrepreneur. Not people are not sending mm-hmm. you, you know, even in business school, you're learning certain things. Like, Word. you can take that and then apply that. Mm-hmm. But they want you to take that to, like, a head exec level position <laughs> within a Fortune 500 company or something <laughs> like that. Like, I remember when I told my mom, like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to get a job. Like, I'm going to hustle with this podcast. And how recent, I was going to say, how recent did you have that conversation with your mother? Um, well, I joined this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all two, do the math. Two years ago. Mm. Um, but I was working at the time. I was working, yeah. um, I was showing apartments at like this high rise in Long Island City. Mm-hmm. But there was no purpose there. There was no joy, you know, there. It was just a paycheck every week, which yep. is nice. But, you know, these guys are recording. I have a friend. He's building his production company. He's inviting me to things i'm like i gotta work i gotta work i gotta work and then it it just clicked Mm -hmm. i was like i'm wasting my time here contributing to somebody else's dream Mm. when i have my own dreams Mm -hmm. and it was hard like we've we you still have to support yourself right like we worked a ton of odd jobs a ton. Like, me and Steph was just talking about it over the weekend. There, there was a point in time where Steph was a clown. I was a clown. <laughs> no, a children, clown. I was a blown, not by by choice. Like I was a blown by choice. <laughs> I worked children's birthday parties. I and then I cleaned people's toilets. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent. And, and Alex, we had to pay for this studio. He was a, a, a cell phone company whore. So he, yes. he would go to AT and T. Then he would go to T Mobile amongst other yes. things. Yeah. <laughs> like he was a Telephone nomad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. The telephone company nomad. What were you? What were you? Before I started working here, <laughs> I was a homeless. homeless shit. Yes, I was. I was uh, in a homeless shelter, working at a homeless wow. shelter. Not Cle- living there. Cleaning shit. Yeah, I was not living there, but I was cleaning shit. And a lot of people they have mental illnesses, so mm-hmm. I would help them take their meds, and I would get swung on, spat at, like throw the we- shit at you. Yeah. Now you take this meds, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just you know, I guess yeah. we, you know we're. Saying all but let's talk say. about it. Last yeah. year, yeah. all of 2019, I sold poems in the train stations the whole that. fucking year because I didn't want to get a job and I was writing mm-hmm. my books. So I was like, I don't have time for a job. Yeah. So I sold like I would literally I, like my sign said ask for a poem. I still do it now for fun. Thank God. <laughs> then, you know, but it was my full time job, like from wow. like four like 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. to like 11 p.m. in the subway tra- stations with mm-hmm. all the other artists mm-hmm. and my sign said ask for a poem and I would write mm-hmm. poems all day sell my books all day and that was my money can, okay wow. can we talk <laughs> about the mental fortitude yeah. the confidence the, mm-hmm. the focus the tunnel vision that you must have had Word. because getting up every day to going in this Going in the subway. Yeah, as a woman. That's as, that. a woman. As, a as a woman. Fucking woman. So can as we woman, please talk about jungle. like how yeah. you were able to wake up every day and and do that? First of all, I was happy. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. First of all, yeah. I was I was making like two. People don't understand. Street artists make so much money. Huh. Mm. I was making like two really? three hundred dollars a day. Really writing poems. But, but and the poems were donation based. <laughs> 
Really? Wow. People would give me $50, $100, and then my books were 15 But what made yours stand out amongst the others? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people who would take that route and they hear, oh my God, I can make this kind of money, but it's not hitting the same. <laughs> right. Something's not going to, it's not going to connect for everybody is what I'm trying right, to say. But, then, but it works for you. There right, were some days right. I made $10, mm-hmm. but most days I would, and then I, it started being an algorithm. I, I started being like, okay, on Fridays I make 300 in five hours. Wow. So Was this like the type of people that were passing by? Maybe guys of like... It was the uh, train stations I was at. I was in yeah. Broadway Lafayette. So okay. I knew the okay. type of people that were there. That were there, so- right, right. Soho, into no, fashion, Socialites. tourists. Right, right, right. Tourist money. So you were yeah. the algorithm before the algorithm. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. I love that. Right. Yeah. Nah, that is dope. Um, so you got to do what you got to do is what I'm saying. Because every day, like... Honestly, it was easy because I loved it. I love writing poetry. I love I love talking to people. Like I love hearing people's stories. I love, mm. you know, just meeting new people every day and being able to impact somebody's life. Like you write a poem for them and then they like cry in front of you mm. or some shit like that. Or they're like, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I'm on the way to the shelter, but I would love to a poem. Like it, it's like the most, the most, the best thing you could do. Like even where like I am, where I am now, whatever, working sure. with tip, doing whatever. But the best thing you could do is connect with another human being. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it's priceless. Mm-hmm. It's priceless. Mm-hmm. Like I love that. You know, but so, people don't yeah. understand that. People don't understand the importance of a connection. Yeah. Right. Like there's a running joke that uh, me and Alex are gonna get fired from what we do. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it said on. That's not funny. <laughs> it's not. That's <laughs> great. I love it. When, That's not a joke. <laughs> Especially when people can't tell Benny, no word, right? Draw the line between what's serious, what's not, what's right. banter, what's right. there for comedic relief. Yeah. Or maybe Joe isn't having the greatest day and he really feels like, yo, Savon, Alex, you suck at your job mm-hmm. at this moment. Mm-hmm. But it's the connection that we've made with him, I think. It's it's the times mm-hmm. that we've driven in the car together and we're, we're talking about some of the things that happened behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. It's me asking, like, yo, how, how, was your day? how are you feeling, bro? Yeah. Like, right. there's times when, I think this past week, Joe came back from Miami and mm-hmm. And before I said anything to him, you know, he he got criticized for being at parties and doing all this other shit. But the first thing I said, yo, how was your time out there? Mm-hmm. What did you do? Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. that's a connection. And it, it, it's some everybody doesn't have that. Yeah. Everybody yeah. doesn't have that. Human connection is priceless. And yeah. it's like nobody is better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. So once you get into the attitude of like treating people the same, like, yeah. you know, people would think like, OK, you got the position you got now why would you hit them up and it's like mm-hmm. no i'm sliding into them their dms because they're just as important as tip mm-hmm. like yeah. it's no you, different do you feel like atlanta uh i guess the environment better for young people than new york it's in better terms of finding new work connecting mm-hmm. in that aspect like speak people are more open in business in atlanta like mm. in new york mm. what happened would have never happened because in new york everybody's so stush just like yeah i'm better than you <laughs> but yeah. in atlanta it's like okay we family like mm-hmm. you you could do this okay you're hired like well, you well, good so, at that mm-hmm. let's since, Let's work. Since you mentioned uh, T.I., how did you get that opportunity? Because, yeah. <laughs> again, I kind of told you my quick tidbit. Joe Budden story. Yeah, so <laughs> how, how did you get that? Because T.I., I, I can imagine he's not somebody. He, he's not as visible as Joe, first off. Joe, mm-hmm. especially back when I reached out to him, he's on Twitter 24-7, the same yeah. way he is on Clubhouse. <laughs> uh, he's a little bit more accessible if he wanted to be. Yeah. Whereas T.I., he's in another tier. He, he's right. a big. He's a megastar in the hip-hop community. He's not really on Twitter as not he like comes I out when he needs to send him a DM, <laughs> but he doesn't give yeah. off the presence of I'm accessible. Sure. You know, so how did you connect with somebody like a TI? Yeah. Well, just to let everybody know, like whoever's listening to this, whoever you want to work with, because um, like my next person I want to work with and 
it's two people megan the stallion and drake mm. and mm. megan i got a documentary for you i want to shoot your documentary period oh, wow. but drake like awesome. i want to work with oh, but like anyways whoever you want to work with you have to work with their team mm. if you get hired to work with them quote unquote <laughs> you're working with their team you're not working with them mm -hmm. right Listen, Benny's giving you some yeah. a lot of gems right now. No, this is this is a real talk because yeah. it's kind of the piggyback off of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people you guys think I can't get close to. Right. Go ahead, go to their following list. Mm. Go follow their team. Right. And that's really a testament to us <laughs> right now. Like, like yeah. we ended up on Ti's page having Ti engage with our content. I didn't because... know he was gonna comment on it. I was like, oh, he commented. Nah, we this. Thought you, I thought you planned that though. <laughs> so now I feel mad. Good. I mean, <laughs> he does. He does what he wants. He yeah. comes on the page. He'd be like, cool. I'm like, <laughs> or he'd be like, cap. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, don't cap. I was about to delete that shit. I was yeah. like, why are you saying cap? He'd be like, cap. I was like, what do you mean? You said it. We watched you say it. Well, I was thankful <laughs> that he didn't it. fry us up. Right. But you know, say all that to say that, like, you know, we're we connected with a member yeah. of mm -hmm. we ended up on the page because we connected with a member of the team yeah, yeah. you know and she's yeah. very accessible yeah. so so much so that like she's here today with us like I got 400 followers really anything is possible right um, but I mean talk about like some of your connections and, and how and if you know they've been able to take you to some of the places that you've been you've worked for Grand Hustle you worked for Trap Museum Trap Music Museum um, yep. Baruch CUNY Law like, oh so tip your bestie uh, the no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him yeah. twice. I'm not gonna cap on this man. Yeah, yeah, I don't know him like that. I sure. work with the team every day, but yeah, like, gotcha, yeah. I don't know him like that. I don't yeah. see him like that. Right. Sure. I, met I, I yeah. said I met him twice, and the second time I met him, it was mad awkward. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, I work for you. And he, was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you sure? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> he was like, what did he say? Thank you very much. I was like. <laughs> You know what, Ti Ti walked at your service. <laughs> I, I met Ti once because I worked on a movie called The Trap, right? Mm. <laughs> and it went on Netflix, and you guys go watch it. Mike Epps is in it anyway. Right. When I first met Ti, he walks. Like, he's not the tallest guy, but he walks with this bravado. He walked like he's six five. Right? I was scared. Yeah, I don't know what it I is. Like, like his I presence. Work for you. Hello. Hi, right, buddy. I work for you. What's going on, partner? It's like you know when you don't know what else to say, and yeah. it's just like, hi, I work for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> it was very awkward because yeah. I saw somebody from the team and I was like, oh, hey, Doug. And I yeah. saw um, uh, my other friend was walking with him and I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And then he so they all stopped and they yeah. was talking to me. And I was like, tip, I work for you. Because, you know, I mean, yeah. I've been listening to T.I. since I was like nine. So right, it's right, like right, right, right. it was like. It was my like third, fourth time seeing him. Yeah. But I was like, OK, finally, I'm talking. And mm -hmm. I didn't know what the fuck yeah. to say. So how did you get how did you get in this position? So yeah. um, basically. I'm a very spiritual person, so I'm gonna say sure. like Me too. honestly, mm -hmm. I hate when you getting there. No, I'm, I'm working on it. Like yeah, I'm yeah. really a spiritual person. He's growing. He's yeah. growing. Yeah. He's growing. <laughs> and honestly, like I, I'd rather just say it's all God, but I know people don't want to hear that answer. But they literally, they hate that. Answer. They hate that. They people, hate. People they are just hate like, it. I need to earn what I do. I'm like, what I feel I've you, but God helps those who help themselves. Favor, favor also. You know, I don't think God helps those who help themselves because there's been times when I've been like down and out, down and out, fucking up, and like God helps me like you know or not being shit i ain't shit and then the next day god does something Favorite. for me i'm like fuck like, <laughs> i've been being an asshole yeah, 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 yeah. i don't deserve this yeah. i don't deserve but yeah. but um so basically but yeah speak your truth when that's I moved, how you feel yeah. when i moved to atlanta mm -hmm. i literally squeezed on like the google maps i was like this <laughs> and then i saw the strip 
with the Trap Music Museum, but there was a bunch of other restaurants there. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to move to that street right there. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to the street. Trap Music Museum is T.I.'s hip-hop museum, right? Museum, mm-hmm. yeah. So at the time, I didn't want to do marketing anymore because I just had been working marketing in corporate. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Like, fuck these white people. Like, I, I don't want to <laughs> Respectfully, work. sure. Mood. Respectfully. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I was like, I don't want to work in marketing anymore. Um, and I thought I wanted to get into set design. So long story short, because it's a bunch of other things, but I kept having this thought and the way, that's why I say like, I feel like it's God because it's like a thought that you don't get on your own, right. if that makes sense. It's kind of like placed there. Yeah. You so, perceive it like, oh. So literally yeah. the thought was, I should go to the Trap Music Museum and ask for a job. Hmm. And like, at the time I didn't have a job. Like I said, I was working, okay, I was working in food, but these niggas were paying me $200 bi-weekly. Like what oh, the no. fuck? Oh no, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> Not in 2020. I remember reading that in your blog. You were like, first thing that I noticed was that Atlanta doesn't like to pay people. (laughs) At all. At all. At all. Not not even a little bit. So I was like, all right, fuck this job. Like, I was working in food and I was doing social media and none of these niggas were paying me. So I was like, damn. All right. Like, shit is not shaking the way I want it to. But I was like praying about it. And then the thought kept being in my head for like a month mm. where it was like you should go to the trap museum and ask for a job and i was mm. like i'm shy i'm internally shy for real so i was like <laughs> i'm not about to do that shit like <laughs> but then one day i came out of church and my church was across the street from the trap music museum mm-hmm. right so i'm coming out of church and i look like a fucking bum like i was crying <laughs> like i go to church and like sweatpants whatever yeah. so come as you are That's so then right. so so then the idea came into my head like go across the fucking street and knock on the door because you know when he started getting loud he starts getting loud. It's like now, right now, right now. Right now. Today. Do not go. Do yes. not pass jail. Do not collect two hundred. Go. <laughs> yup. So I was like, yeah. you know what? Like, what do I have to lose? So, yeah. so I knocked on the door. I was like, hey, can I talk to the manager? <laughs> can I work for you? Yeah. I was like, can I talk to the manager? And um, and then he was like, wait right here. And then he went to go get the manager, and um, she came out, and she was like, what do you want? And I was like. <laughs> I want a job. Give me a job. And she was like, what do you do? And I was like, well, I study marketing in school and mm-hmm. I've been working in marketing. And she was like, all right, we need a marketer. Come so on. she was like, send me oh send me your resume. Send me your portfolio. And that's where prep- preparation meets opportunity. Say it again. So yeah, I, be- yeah. I live by it. I, I actually, I'm, I'm getting mm. it tattooed on me next week. That's why I won't be at a Perfect. podcast, by the way. Hey. But yeah, I wrote down a few quotes. Where are you getting it tattooed? I, I've been starting my sleeves. Okay. Like, you know, I, I, like, I would, I would show you. I would show you. <laughs> That's like having loyalty tatted. You're such a thought. That's such a thought. Oh my God, I'm getting that tatted next week. That's why I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be absent. I I just got to let the people know. Because I got to get it tatted. I got to let the people know. But it's something that I live by. There's there's, there's a few sayings that I live by. Mm -hmm. One is that. The other one is uh, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Mm -hmm. I've learned that. That's another thing. These are uh, tidbits and and, and quotes that I've lived by getting to where I'm at. So when you say that, like, yeah, the tattoo shit, like, that's a real thing for me. Because a lot of people think it's luck mm-hmm. it's not luck yeah and that's i fucking hate when people say you know what you just got lucky man i can do your job man man get the fuck out y'all don't do understand. my fucking job you do not understand that it takes an opportunity yeah, and, preparation. and preparation because yeah. you can get every opportunity in the world there's people mm-hmm. that hit the lotto and go broke 
Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Because it's about how to handle that money. They were not prepared. Yes. They weren't financially savvy, uh, savvy mm-hmm. aware of how to, uh, or literate, literate. financially yeah. literate. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So they got the opportunity, right. but they weren't prepared for it. So did you feel confident when you walked in there to ask this woman for a job? I mean, I had the skill set. I had, like, I'm one of those people that, like, mentally, though, I really feel like I have this thing, and I'll be joking with myself, like, I have delusional confidence. We're like, <laughs> I really feel like shit is about to nah, just you don't. work out. Don't say that. I, I no, don't want seriously. you to say that again. Because it's not that. What because is it? it's something that the three of us live by. What? It's intuition. Mm-hmm. You mm. know it. You see things at six years old. You said, hey, I don't mm. know what I want to be, but I know what I am. Right. Right? That's intuition. That's mm-hmm. a belief. That's a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's not delusional. Because the people people that see you and see what you're doing, they think is delusional because they can't believe that somebody can do it. You know but you, you can know do what, it. But you know what, though? Mm-hmm. I be talking shit out my ass is what, I'm, is what I'm saying by delusional confidence. Because mm-hmm. last year, when I was selling the poems in the train stations, mm-hmm. I was telling my video editor, because I hired her, but I wasn't paying her. Like I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, I was like yo, grind it out with me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yo, we gonna rock. Like, you, and as soon as we get to the top. I'm gonna take you to the top. <laughs> I was like, grind it out with me. <laughs> Next year we're gonna be working with celebrities. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> and that's why I'm telling her, yo, that's what it is. We're cut from the same little club. They probably just like, listen, listen, just trust me, y'all. I promise. Quit your job. I don't know when we gonna get there, but we gonna get there, bro. Literally, literally. Bro. Having fake ass meetings, like, yo, let's have del- a meeting. But it's, delusional? But it's not. <laughs> is it delusional though? Is it delusional or? My thing is like, yeah. I feel like okay, when I in the moments when I'm saying those shits like oh I'm about to make a documentary from Megan Thee Stallion yeah. or I'm about to I'm about to work with Drake I swear to god I'm working mm-hmm. with Drake give it 5 years but anyways mm-hmm. so like when I say shit like that I don't in my mind know how it's about to work out yeah. so that's, that's why okay. I feel like it's delusional because it's like no. you got to be a little not off but like no, to just no you do you do have you gotta to be, be a little off to like yeah. say shit that's not yeah. there yet you got to be a little not okay. Yeah. You're I'm talking there. to three people yeah. who are off. Yeah. Y'all are all off. Like, like, that, and like, that's why we connect. Isn't that faith, though? Like, the mm. substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Like, you had a feeling. You had the evidence, but you didn't see it. Right. It was like when God was like, yo, go to the trap museum. He <laughs> dropped that in your head. Like, yeah. you're speaking your life. Like I'm saying, though, like, in the moment, it really does feel delusional. Because okay. it's like, even when in my heart, I was like, it's time to move to Atlanta. What the fuck? For what? Mm. You never been to Atlanta. What I you moving to Atlanta right, for? Right, right. Like literally, I be having these mental conversations. It, like, what the? Like, what are we really about to do? And like, even when I was moving to Atlanta, my whole family was like, "But why? Like, yeah, what the fuck yeah, is out there?" My, yeah. my all my friends were like, "Bitch, you don't have a car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't fucking I, drive. I don't drive. Nah. No, my friends would have been saying that. Would have been, <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you can't drive. <laughs> So that's what you mean by delusional. Okay. And, not, and not that delusional right. necessarily has sure. to have a negative connotation, right? But like right. when you well, think that's what I got about. Yeah, not, I, yeah. When she says delusional, I feel like you're discrediting like yourself. Negative. No, you're not okay. negative. It's not yeah, negative. Not it's negative. just like... Just, like, again, I've never been to Georgia. Or I don't know if you've been to Georgia before, right? I hadn't been to Atlanta before. I've never been to Atlanta before, but I want to move there. I know what you mean. Like yeah. someone would kind of strike that as because like, Because the, the word fuck? delusional... Yeah, like, yeah. okay, we're wordsmiths. Say mm-hmm. I'm also a writer. You dabbled. Same thing. We've all dabbled. So like... Words matter. Yes. So like when I hear delusional, yeah. I mm. think like you're out, like you're not actually in your right mind. Mm-hmm. You're not connected mm-hmm. with okay. reality. Yes. This mm-hmm. is something that is so far off. This is not for you. It's, it's not, not going to happen. It's not attainable. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear when I hear mm-hmm. delusional. Yes. But, but do you think attainable. that's attainable yeah. though? Like when you yes. think. Yes. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> yes. Maybe you guys have that confidence. But like yeah. when I get these certain like 
I guess their inspirations where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna move to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, yeah. but I just have a feeling. Yeah, like it feels like okay, like I'm still very irrational you know person. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not like oh Kanye where I just say whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's like I literally be in my mind and I'm still Haitian, like I'm still Caribbean. So yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was raised to like okay, think things through, like process sure. and like have an understanding, practicality and all that. Practical. So yeah, when yeah. I get those inspirations, like I've learned to accept that side of myself because yeah. it's been the side that like leads to the best thing sure. but at the same time I do try to think it out like mm. wait how can we make it happen like what are the steps and but yeah. I mean but that's but that's good like I think it starts yeah. with that mm-hmm. delusion sure. yes you know? and then <laughs> and then from there it's like faith and works mm-hmm. yeah. it's yes. like I have the faith the faith wow. is the delusion I like the word faith a little bit better maybe yeah. that's just my word I like faith too uh-huh. I like faith <laughs> right because people think that faith is stupid people mm-hmm. think yeah. people equate faith with being delusional mm-hmm. so maybe they're both can, words but can, but can I we use guess, this word yeah can we use the word purpose purpose sure purposeful, purposeful. It's very intentional. It's very yeah. it's yes. no delusion to yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because if you see it, you be, and you've shown that you can do it. Right. You're 21 years old. And not only that, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's just you're ahead. Like yeah. TI's podcast, that's it's a big deal. Yeah. Yep. And you have a responsibility. Sure. And and I actually want to s- switch gears to that yeah. like yep. do you feel a sense of responsibility having uh, some of the companies and some of the people that you've worked for mm-hmm. like yo I have to put the best image forward there's certain things mm-hmm. I want to stay away from mm-hmm. um, there's certain things that you know what I may not want to represent him in this way mm. when like cutting social media clips or promoting this mm-hmm. and that um, or are you ever worried about his response because Mm. Alex have seen mm. I've been chewed out mm. for some of the things that I've chosen to promote really? yeah <laughs> like so ha- is there a sense of pressure when, when you're going to I, I guess clip. promote he don't care so I don't care like he, he be saying whatever he wants so I'm like I mean you said it I'm posting yeah, it yeah, <laughs> like even the yeah. clip with bitches I didn't think it was gonna get picked up the way it does but like my brother lives in Belgium and my mm. brother sent it to me and he was like look at your boss on world star and i clicked it and i was like wait world star picked it up okay but like i mean he says it yeah it's not like i'm saying it yeah, for yeah, him yeah. so yeah. it's like if you were dealing with somebody that's more like oh my image yeah then maybe you'd have to be careful which i have worked with companies like that and i still still have like clients where it's like mm-hmm. they're more concerned about their image so they're like nah you can't do that or not nah, you can't do that but what i've found is like kind of like like okay i see things a certain way when people allow me to do things the way i see it it grows so like with expeditiously i started in april and we are near 40k wow and i've been the only person Talk That's about great. it. So no, it's like, she's me. I love yeah, baby, I am you. her. Yeah. We the same. I'm saying. <laughs> <We're the same. laughs> so it's like, let me do what I want because yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Has anybody yeah. read yeah. The Alchemist here? Yeah. So I haven't referred okay. it to me. I ain't, I ain't checked it out yet. Okay. So I, I promise you. Yeah. yeah. Get, get on that. Yeah. Um, in my face. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, it's, it's safe. It got a, it got a condom on it. Don't worry. My condom. It's wrapped. It's wrapped up. Um, sorry, y'all. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> sorry, dad. No, but sorry, dad. Sorry, daddy. Um, but no, I've, I'm, I'm reading The Alchemist, and mm-hmm. you know, in part one, they talk a lot about. Um, well, that's where I'm. I just got to part two, mm-hmm. but he talks a lot about like good omens. Right. Um. Yeah. Just move up a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. No, it's okay. We just want to represent you in the best light, girl. Um. Yeah. But he talks about like good omens a lot, and so I'm like, hmm, omens, 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 what? right? What yeah. is omen? I like to look up words. Um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So I look it up, and it's like a sign of something good or bad. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's Message, real, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what happened with the boy, right? Like he he gave all his sheep away. Uh, sorry, spoiler alert for those who haven't read. Not all the sheep. All the sheep away, and he's trying to find his treasure, mm-hmm. right? So he goes up. He works for this merchant. Um, the merchant is like, oh, I need to start recognizing good omens. The merchant mm-hmm. sells crystal. So as soon as the boy starts to work for him, more people start coming in the shop. So he's like, I think I need to pay attention to this. The merchant didn't want to grow. Right. He had realized that the place that he was in his life, he was comfortable there. Mm -hmm. He was okay dreaming, but not executing. And the boy challenged him Mm. because he was like, you make, I'm getting goosebumps just reading it. I mean, thinking about it because he's like, you make my dreams seem like they could be possible. And I know the work that it's going to take to attain those Mm -hmm. dreams. Mm. But he was just like, at the end of it, he let it happen because he was like, you can't stop a river. Hmm. And because what happens, right? A river is powerful. It's going to flow and it's going to mm-hmm. flow where it needs to go and accomplish mm-hmm. what it needs to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at my life and, and so differently now, especially I'm, I'm, I'm going through a different transition right now in life. Mm-hmm. And I think my eyes are just open to different things. So I'm looking for the good omens. Like right. I'm looking for those things where it's like, you know what? I got this vision mm-hmm. in my head yeah. and like maybe it's maybe I'm delusional, you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe it's faith, maybe it's purpose. Mm-hmm. But like I got to follow that. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to read The Alchemist. Let's yeah, yeah, all yeah. find our personal legends. That's two books and report that you recommended. Yeah. That's two books oh, becoming, that you recommended. You know what? Maybe I should do like Oprah's reading list. Like <laughs> Steph's, on, Oprah, Auntie you know, Steph's you know, reading list. Auntie, <laughs> 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 auntie. Look at the she flex She actually is though. Look at the brunch hat. I'm an auntie. I have nine nieces and nephews. At this point, I've got to accept who I am. Auntie Steph. Yeah. I'm trying to preserve like the fun stuff though. <laughs> Aunties are fun, bro. Yeah, OD. Aunties are fun. Aunties are the most fun. Yeah, Aunties are really? the most the fun. Aunties, Out of your whole family. They call me, they call me, they call me <laughs> the <know>. lit auntie. <laughs> okay. I'm Auntie Turnup. Auntie Turnup? Yes. Okay, they right. do not call you that. Yes, they do. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Let's well, call them right now. <laughs> 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 well, all right, maybe I fabricated a little bit. Let's see what they, they say. They say that without using so many words. Okay. I know what they were getting at. What you hating ass? <laughs> I'm old enough to be your auntie. All right, relax. 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 Don't, you, wait, don't you have a nephew his age? Relax. I do. Relax. And that's the crazy relax. part. I knew she was your yes. OG. Bro. I told you. Relax. Listen, Look you better come OG. correct, all right? Relax. And pull up your pants. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, good omens. And, and so going back to what you were saying like you have this idea in your head yeah. let me do it let me execute it also like did you always trust yourself uh, no and that's the part where it's like sometimes like like I didn't trust myself for a long 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 time until I started seeing shit work mm-hmm. and that's the thing about money where money gives you confidence but also like when you get opportunities and then you do well you learn to trust yourself more that's but crazy. like when shit's not working <laughs> you like, fuck, I don't know if this shit about to work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it, like, trust comes with success. Like, once you're trying to be a rapper, you're like, man, everybody's trying to be a fucking rapper. But once you realize, oh no, I'm Roddy Rich. Mm. Who knew? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I could do this. You know, like, once you make that song and you're like, see, this is what the fuck I was talking about when Uh I was Roddy Rich in comedy. Like, you know, so. What, What are some of the examples of where you believed and it didn't work out? Like, what were some of the hardships? What were some of the nights? Because I know, oh. um, I can remember the mm-hmm. first night that I worked on set with the guys, right? Right. 
um, that wasn't a real role carved out. I got initially hired just to do a description it's and timestamps, right? Uh, I, I'm not wearing lip quick, gloss. Quick application. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> that was me. Ladies, <laughs> quick application, guys. That was Steph. Um, <laughs> but I remember one of the first nights, um, I had a lot of doubt in myself. I, I was like, can I do this? Mm. Right? I, I felt like I should be here, but there was a lot of nights where I felt like, you know what? I let somebody die. As recent as maybe a month or two ago, mm. where we were making a transition from Spotify, and I am responsible for making that transition smooth. And when I pressed the go button for the episode to go out, yeah. and we're off Spotify contractually, but yet the episode appeared on Spotify and everywhere that it shouldn't have been. Right. And I felt like, damn, I let him down. I mm. let myself down. I let the viewers down. I, I let so many people down. And, and you know, it could have been avoided if I was a little bit more diligent. Mm. Uh, but it was one of those moments where I had self-doubt, mm. you know? So what was one of those moments for you, whether it was with the Expeditiously podcast or in your own journey, uh, selling your own poems? Mm. Uh, what? can you think of that said, yo, damn, I kind of, I don't know if this is it. My question to you, though, is like, when you had self-doubt, did you also have self-compassion? Because it's like, yeah, I let a lot uh, of people down, no. but also, I made a mistake. Um, yeah. Niggas make mistakes. Yes and <laughs> no. See, and, and Alex and Steph, they are my compassion. I was about to say, I want to throw, I want to throw, I want to throw Savon some bail right now. Yeah. Yeah. I want to throw him some, some, some bail because I didn't understand why he didn't have compassion. Because like it was evident in our relationship mm -hmm. between the three of us, and it was evident with the way that he he dealt with himself. Mm -hmm. But also like seeing him in his high like high 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 stress, high energy, um, high functioning job. There's a lot of people depending on him to the the, the margin of error is very very slim, mm -hmm. very slim, mm -hmm. um, because of of who he works for mm. and and what yeah. people are expecting from him right. and the team around him that has gotten him to where he is. Mm -hmm. There's very little room for mistakes. Very. And so mm -hmm. I remember the first time when I was on tour, you know, mm -hmm. and it was just like Savon was being pulled in a million directions mm -hmm. at one time, mm -hmm. right. you know, um, and that's hard, right? In your head, you're like, I cannot mess this up. I cannot mm -hmm. mess this up mm -hmm. because so many people are like, don't mess this up, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? So I think I think it's something that is important to have regardless mm -hmm. of whatever type of mm -hmm. environment you're working in. Mm -hmm. For sure. But it's it's hard to develop it. it it's is. not easy. It is hard to develop. Yeah. I think you got to speak to it. I think you got to like, have like a mental yeah. like in your head like, all right, they got to get chills. Like but I made a mistake. I, you I know what I mean? That. And that's what I feel like, again, with New York, it's like people are so like intense about yes. you being the best. Yeah. Like I'm not going to hire you unless you're the best. Yeah. I'm going to fire you if you're not the best. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, nigga, I'm learning. Yeah. Like yeah. chill. So how have you, I'm going to make a mistake. Has that happened well, to well, you? Well, to answer a question, yeah. I've learned compassion and to be compassionate with myself working, mm -hmm. uh, especially specifically Alex. Mm. Like Alex carries that mantra of, yeah. yo, bro, so you live to fight another day. You, yeah. you can we fix do. it. Like, this we is do. not the end of the world. Like, there's been so many times yeah. I've called Alex bugging the fuck out on me. Like, just mm. getting it off. Like, yo, Alex, I can't believe I did this. Mm. I'm feeling like this. And he's like, yo, bro, relax. Mm. And I don't smoke. Mm. So what he would do me is probably either. just smoke. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, you know what, bro, I'm going to just roll one up. And I'm like, fam, I can't escape the feeling. I, I roll my imaginary blood. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, though? Aside from we, what something that's really helped me in terms of like when I, because I freak out too. I just keep it really cool. Like, mm -hmm. my my face stays really cool. You don't know I'm bugging out. Right. Really internally, I'm like, oh my God. I just try to focus on what I'm doing. 
and just literally just that. Mm -hmm. Because when my whole thinking is on just the task at hand, my brain can't go into I'm going to fuck up. My brain can't go into I need to do this better. Mm -hmm. So long I'm on the task, whatever comes from the task comes from the task. I'll Mm -hmm. do it better next time. I'll do it less next time. But I got to stay in the task for me to be engulfed in it. Right. Right. And and it just really goes back to purpose. Like, Mm -hmm. what am I here to do? What Mm -hmm. is the task at hand? And Mm -hmm. am I going to complete it? Because those competing thoughts in your head are always (laughs) what's just going to try to get you off. Yeah, we're human. We're human. Yeah, yeah. But I think compassion is like self compassion. I'm I'm so glad you said that because Mm -hmm. I think it's something that we're all working on every single day. Yeah, especially in this field. Yeah, and back to your question, like Mm -hmm. basically, okay. So when I got hired for expeditiously, I didn't the whole time like we were in negotiations. I didn't really feel like I would get hired, but whenever I prayed about it, it's like no, the job is yours. I'm like Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. but when they came in with that contract, I was like oh shit, the job is mine. (laughs) Like, and and my head is. Again, I didn't finish college, so like yeah. I don't have a degree in marketing, and um, this is my biggest client, and also it's like <laughs> it's it's the biggest platform audience, mm-hmm. whatever. So many people are paying attention, so I was like, oh shit, like am I that good at what I do? Like Come I don't on. know if I'm that good. Like, I think I am who I think I am. Right. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, like, and you're kind of freaking out because society tells you you need a degree with the masters, with the this and that mm-hmm. to be good at your job. But right? really, what I was scared of is like <laughs> these niggas are gonna hire me and I'm not about to do shit. Like I'm about to fuck up like yeah. the whole thing and they're gonna be like, what the fuck? You suck. Wow. And I thought you were good. And, and wow. I'm gonna be like, well, shit. <laughs> And, and I hate to make it like a black and white thing, but I always yeah. think it this way. I wonder if like imposter syndrome is, is something that's a little bit more prevalent in the black community. Explain. Mm. With black women. Explain. Yeah. Explain stuff. Okay, I'll say this, right? I'm watching The Crown on Netflix. On Netflix? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, The from Crown. From the royal family, right? From the royal family. And or just like even going to like, even being in predominantly white situations sometimes. Mm. 100%. Um, the way that parents speak white parents speak to their children mm. um, the confidence that they put in them that they can accomplish anything mm. um, the world is their oyster 100% um, and I'm not saying that my, I'm For not so. saying that my parents didn't so. say that to me mm-hmm. but I think there's always like an extra burden on the black community. You gotta work twice as hard to be half as good, and you gotta, yeah, yeah, you gotta, sure. you gotta, you gotta be on your p's and q's, and dot your i's, and cross your t's, and mm-hmm. and all of these things. And it and it builds up such an anxiety in yeah. us that whether we're capable or not, we're always questioning: Do I belong here? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because naturally, this world has told us that we don't. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I never felt like I didn't belong. Mm-hmm. Like even okay, so to finish the story about like how I pitched them, she was like, "Send me your." portfolio i forgot to send my portfolio the next day i seen her seen the manager and all of them at a restaurant having a meeting i was like yo i'm in the same restaurant can i slide on a meeting just by chance by chance that God, was, like, it's not, you know, no, it, it's Good purpose. Yeah. It's purpose. And, and, and this is why, like, I want to wow. shift the word delusional. And, yep. and when you see these things happen by coincidence. Now, like when I seen that, that when I purpose. saw, like, okay, yeah. the next day she just happens to be there and come they're on, all having a meeting, on. I was like, okay, God. Come like, on, like, you. come on. Since you, <laughs> since you just gave it to me, I might as well me take it. So I sent her my portfolio and I was like, yo, I see y'all having a meeting. Like, I'll come pitch to you guys right now. I went over there. They were like, yeah, come through. And I was kind of scared, and then I pitched to them, and then the next week they invited me to Grand Hustle and a room full of niggas, and they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, pitch!" And I'm like, "Fuck!" Right? Here's my pitch, and yeah. wow. But I prepared. I made a really good pitch deck, and 
I told them everything they were doing wrong and how I could fix it. Mm -hmm. And they were like, dope. Like, Come on. And what, you know what, you know, as a young professional, what goes into a pitch? Like, what does that mean? Because a lot of buzzwords we use in this industry that mm. a lot of people that's trying to get into don't understand. So, like, yep. the pitch, what does that mean? Especially in your yeah. field. Mm -hmm. So, in marketing, a yeah. pitch is like, okay, so I'm, a, I'm basically a content marketer because the way I grow a page or create a online community is through engaging content. Sure. You're going to see something like Tip saying, uh... Girls don't want niggas that don't get bitches. <laughs> and, and you gonna click on the video. Right. You're right. gonna be like, yeah. what the fuck? And then yeah. world start gonna pick it up and then mm. this person and it's gonna go viral. So really yeah. what I focus on is virality through virality and engagement through content marketing. Mm -hmm. wow. And that's what I do for whoever I work with, right? Mm. So it's like so it's like tomorrow I'm making a pitch actually for like a big company. It's like, mm -hmm. wish me luck. But <laughs> you like got it. you got it already. Right? <laughs> God's on your side. <laughs> so um like so it's, I'm making a pitch for them tomorrow. And honestly, I don't know what I'm about to say, but mm -hmm. I'm about to look on their social media, look on their website, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna be like, all right, here's what you're doing well, here's what you're not doing well, mm -hmm. and we need to fix immediately, like today. Mm -hmm. And here's what my plan would be for the t year. So yeah. basically the person I'm pitching tomorrow, I don't wanna say, no, but, don't. but <laughs> like I hit him up, I was like, yo, I'm about to give you a digital marketing strategy mm -hmm. for for 2021 20, and he was like he was like haha and I, like he was laughing this nigga was, this nigga was sunning me and I was like and I was like I was like real funny but let's talk and he was yeah. like but I'm dead ass though haha <laughs> <laughs> but I'm dead, dead serious <laughs> uh, noon noon work <laughs> what time works for you right, right. Well, so yeah. um, he was like all right, here's my assistance, like, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. like, you know, email her. So, basically, I don't know what I'm about to say. Like, I'm about to make the pitch tonight, but I'm going to just it's, look, look, I think, and um, think, you know? Alex, <laughs> think. To, to answer your question, <laughs> yeah, in, my, no, in, my, no, in my own words, in my own words, because you're, you're yeah. absolutely right what For you sure. said. But I think uh, a pitch... You always want to add value. You, you emphasis go. on how you, you can go. add value. That part. And 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 I don't know about you, mm -hmm. but I didn't get a contract off Rip. I was right. an intern and didn't get paid for I a year. A, oh, bitch. You see what I'm saying? So and, and <laughs> I was an unpaid intern for about a month, and then I was like, listen. <laughs> but you you believed in yourself, and you were able to say, hey, you know what? It's time. It's month. Like <laughs> yeah. I, it takes something to do this. So. Yeah. But I, even then, that was a prayer. Like I didn't want to do it again. I'm shy. I'm like, I want people to like me. Like da da da. And women, especially. In in a industry full of men it's like i want them to like me and we have to be likable mm. you have to be likable yeah. because if you're not likable you're, you're a bitch, bitch. <laughs> that's fucked bitch. up <laughs> <laughs> listen bitch babs <laughs> you know as i'm listening yeah. now like you're about to go pitch to even more successful people in mm -hmm. the next do you feel like it's now mm -hmm. more important to have that co-sign from someone in the industry mm -hmm. than compared to even like a degree or a, a bunch of shit on your resume it's all relationships because i was even just talking to one of my homies he's a um he's a high-end director at one of these little firms they're not even really... I'm sorry, homie. I ain't going to drop your name. A lot of them are not really doing the email process, <laughs> resume process as they were before. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, no, I know you. I saw you on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We could definitely use you. It's like everything we've been programmed to think through school and our parents is like mm -hmm. not how to get a job no more. But Do you, you also got to like, yeah. start somewhere because I guess sure, at some yeah. point your, your reputation precedes you. But yes. then before, a lot of people like in this industry, if you didn't have a degree in it, right, I don't right. even think she would even give it, be given an opportunity she's getting now, right? right. Yes. Mm. If I didn't have a degree before, before it'd be different it but now good. it's like can we see your portfolio yeah, mm. yeah. right and that's it it's a creative space or can we see what you did for what other people yes. exactly what have exactly. you done exactly. because at the end of the day Beautiful. like college my thoughts about college the way i see it is like people just want to see that you can complete a task 
Mm. Right. That you can stick to a task and commit to it long term. Yeah. And but here's the paper and here's the paper because I don't even remember half the shit I learned. Zero. I don't remember. <laughs> and honestly, I, I went to school for journalism and media studies as we mm-hmm. all did. Word. I don't even see those those journalistic ethics being upheld in our in our news cycle. Bruh, and We're working. <laughs> and the thing is when I was in school, I was in school for marketing. Shout right. out to Baruch. Okay. Hey, Cutie. Cutie. <laughs> but like I was in school for marketing and I and I was there for one year and these niggas were sitting around like talking shit like at school and yeah. I'm like bro y'all not doing nothing yeah. why the fuck am I here and the thing is I wouldn't be in class like I would be going to events mm-hmm. networking yeah. like uh, trying to meet people shit. like yeah. you know fucking failing 2.7 <laughs> but winning in life <laughs> priceless but that's important because a lot of people don't understand like you can go to school and, and network in those little clubs the shit that, the shit <laughs> that people clubs? don't think is cool Yo. those are the coolest things like bro. the fucking newspaper yes. club or the, the, the magazine magazine club or the radio yes. club like that's what really got me to where I had to be mm-hmm. it wasn't the classwork shit it wasn't the journalism classes like yes those helped mm-hmm. but it was the the radio club it was the newspaper club the magazine because yeah. now mm-hmm. I'm networking alongside the people who want to be here yes. because you don't have to be in, yeah. in, in the magazine club or the newspaper or journal whatever club that's voluntarily yeah. you're saying True. you know what yeah. I'm going to take time away from the classroom mm-hmm. I'm going to be here because I want to be here and that's how you meet the people where you need to be Absolutely. yeah right and honestly it's funny that you say that i was uh, i would always chill in the radio club and then i met hey, one of yo, my friends you and i oh. you yeah don't, you don't even understand alex alex, alex, yo, alex yo. talk to her yo, you're looking at your turn right there. yo she don't even get it <laughs> know, yo it's the even. spider-man meme where people like, <laughs> like y'all looking at each other <laughs> like she don't even get it <laughs> wow even a radio club no but i would always chill in a radio club sure and is. i met this guy who was a producer for this artist and then I made up some fake documentary and I was like can I shoot your f- artist for the documentary and now my friend who's an artist he created a media agency and he oh, wow. recently just produced Sierra's video so it's Come like on. you never know who never you're know. about to meet never and how so it's just like never talk know. like we, make we went friends to wow. me and Alex went to school with some people who work on the Maury show mm. uh, over at iHeart we, we actually had Alex Tiso shout out to her she works over at iHeart yeah. uh, like and those are people that we graduated and went to school with. We right. also got Destiny who has her own business. Yeah. She's a, a gospel radio show host in Philadelphia. Love like and these are people the that we God. went okay. to right, right, oh right next door to us that you would never know. Right. Um so good. It's crazy. Yeah, we could go. And and yeah, we can go yeah, on with this shit go. forever. Yeah, but, yeah, but I do want to talk about your blog. Okay. Uh Steph went down the rabbit hole. Oh, I read every post. <laughs> I said I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Steph went down the rabbit hole. The thing hole. is a lot of it is poetry and it's just random shit I be thinking. But it's so it's me on Twitter. It's provocative. But we love it. Gets it. The people going. Going. <laughs> we love <laughs> it. Right? So this is what we did. Yes. Okay. We took three. Okay. Right? And we want to highlight those three. Okay. And compare and talk about it in today's climate. Yes. Steph, Sheesh. would you like to go kick that off? Um, yes. And also, let's shout this blog out, please, because I'm, yes. I'm going to fuck it up. So if you want to <laughs> let people know where to find this blog. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Link in bio. Um, right yeah, it's it's in my link in bio. My Instagram is show, uh, show the people, show the people. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's in my link in bio, <laughs> but my Instagram is r v r o f d r m s. Um, so if you follow me, it's in my link in my bio. Lady. Okay. 
Awesome. Be more excited about that. It's a great blog. I'm excited. She's just being humble. I know how that be. I, I know that that tone of the voice. Like, yeah, you know, I do something, but, you know. I'm excited. Cool. But you I know, know what? Tone. I'm nervous. The tone. thing is, like, I had a bunch of followers. I, like, I like removed them and made my page private. Because, like, I'm a person. I'm, like, I'm not only shy. Like, I'm private. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. I like only people I know right. to know me. That sucks perfect. you got to be in the industry in private, though, perfect. right? No, it's perfect. Because yeah. it's, like, uh -huh. you're making industry money. Right. And you have right. industry connections. And right. nobody knows who the fuck you, you are. That's great. great. So nobody, like, I Jealousy. see people on the street and they're no. like, she ain't shit. And I'm like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Because if I ain't shit, you ain't asking me for shit either. <laughs> perfect. I like that. Well, love perfect. it. <laughs> on my way to the studio. Sometimes yeah. I think like, yo, do y'all know like, Who the what, fuck? What, do you know what the fuck I do? <laughs> like, I just be on the train looking at that nigga because they be giving me the stank out. Like, yo, fam, Bro, you don't fun. even know. I was on the bus the other day and God bless her, but she had no teeth and she was arguing with me. I'm like, uh, you have no teeth. Like, for well, she ain't had nothing to lose. She was mad old. She was mad old. Like, you know when you get yeah. old and you lose yeah. your teeth? She's and mad. she was like, yeah, yeah. like, I was like, <laughs> I can't understand you. I don't need to shit. Like, oh my gosh. But but going back to actually, I was gonna talk about a different blog post. But going back to what you just said about social media, mm -hmm. I actually want to talk about that process that you did when you like deleted your social media or yes. deactivated it. Um, being an artist, you know, being somebody who relies on connections, engaging people, and things mm -hmm. like that. So I'm such like I, I'm such a reader. I have all these excerpts. Really? Like, Can I read to you guys? Wow. Um, so I just want to take this little piece. And you said, for some reason, I didn't even like the idea of having an online profile that I had created. This image of myself, which mm -hmm. I had made, was now destroying me. Yes. I began caring so much about likes, comments, and approval that I created a false, perfected, and constantly joyous idea of myself, which I was not. Bitch, the I'm a writer. Okay? Between my online persona <laughs> and my real life was beginning to put a pit in my stomach. I could not live up to the image I had created. Yes. Wow. Tabernacle. Talk to <laughs> Tabernacle. Preach. Okay. <laughs> no. Church. <laughs> no, for real. Like, I mean, Talk I would say, like, back in 2018, I had, yeah. like, thousands of followers. Okay, really, it happened when I, when I became homeless or whatever. Like, I remember, like, okay, I was leaving my father's house. I was like, can't take this shit anymore. Yeah. So, um... I only had like six friends I could call and only one person answered. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why the fuck do I have thousands of followers for mm -hmm. when these niggas can't help me when mm -hmm. I need them? Wow. If I was mm -hmm. in a hospital bed, if I got shot, none of you niggas would answer. So it's like, mm -hmm. what the fuck is really the point of this? And I think wow. sometimes the That's difference so between real, your bro. social <laughs> presence, yeah, like, like the difference between your online presence and your real life, it could kind of like, it could fuck with your brain a little bit because mm. technically we're human beings. We weren't created to like stare at screens all day. Mm. So it's just not always healthy. So then I kept deleting my Instagram and um, <laughs> and like deactivating it permanently mm. and losing all my followers and just building it back up or whatever. Mm. But then I was just like, I really don't give a fuck. Like I'm in a good place in my career. My business is succeeding. Like. I'm hiring people and it's all off and the thing is in 2018 I had thousands of followers but I was I was broke as fuck. Mm. Yeah. Like so it's like what is like what are you really trying to do and how are you really trying to do it? So it's like I in back 
at that time, I had created this image of myself, like, always going to events. Like, you know the New York life, like, yeah, going yeah, to yeah. events. I look fucking good. I hate like, those people. I am so glad I did not follow <laughs> you during that era because I probably would have unfollowed you. Bro, you would have fucking hated me. <laughs> I probably would And my bio was, like, long as fuck. It was like, I'm that bitch. Oh, and I do this. Those. And I fucking do that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Mm, like It wasn't back. you. It wasn't, it wasn't truly me. who you were. It, it was a persona me. that you were trying to uphold. Yeah. And it becomes exhausting so trying tiring. to keep that persona up. Yeah. yeah. I think I think um the three of us, we all kind of handle social media our own way. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of struggled with that at some point. Mm. But but now it's it's a freeing feeling when you reach a level and you've reached that much earlier than most people I know. Like right. and I keep it's saying hard. and comparing yeah. her to myself, but yeah. Alex, yeah, I think nah. this may be the first time yeah. we've had somebody in studio who is just as elevated as you. <laughs> like she is Yo, she is <laughs> like her frequency. It's going through this it's, room it's right just vibrating. <laughs> yeah, No, it's it vi- everything you're saying. I'm relating to, yeah, and, right. and it's, it comes from a like it comes from a standpoint of me understanding that our generations, millennial Gen Z, we don't understand the separation of things mm-hmm. because of the technology, because of the phone. We become so engulfed. We become so enwrapped that this is literally our life now. So now when we come to Instagram, we can't go. All right, I know why so and so is doing that. Mm-hmm. It's just all like, oh no, you know, it, you ha- your ego has to be stroked, yes. which is fine. Everybody should feel good about themselves. You should post sure. pictures if you I look like nice. my ego stroke. That's fine. We're humans. I took a little mirror, mirror selfie today. Sure. I gave him a look. Give him right. a little something. Give I like that. Was a cute picture. I, right. but when you get I like so... the niggas in my company calling you a queen. <laughs> nah, me? What I, you... don't be, I don't be saying that back. I be hearting it. I be like, thank you. And but it's I like cool. That. And it's cool. That. Keep, Keep doing, doing that. that. And you like that. Yeah. But once your brain becomes yeah, so accustomed yeah. to living that way, oh, man, you're lost. Like, real quick. There's such a difference between your real life and your online life. Yeah. Between the four of us in this room, I'll be honest with you, if I didn't do a podcast, I don't know if I would have Instagram. I think I would keep Twitter. I don't know well, if I would have Instagram. I'm going to talk to women just in person. Yeah, women don't like me, man. In a like pandemic. In a oh pandemic. I get bitches in real life. How would you meet women, Alex? <laughs> I'm sorry, women. Me? I get women in real life. You know what I mean? okay. Come see I'm me not somewhere else. Even, wait, even uh-huh. in a pandemic? Uh, like I said, that women don't like me. He got Zoom bitches. <laughs> oh, that's all that. That's Google cool. bitches. That's Google cool. call bitches. One thing about me, I'm gonna Google use Google. Google. But <laughs> think about hey, me. Trying to be on Google Hangout. I'm gonna use Google. Trying to hang out oh on Google. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, nah, but I really feel that. Yeah. I honestly thought about it a couple times. Like y'all know me. Yeah. Y'all had to really drag me on Twitter. Word. Mm. Y'all had to really Word. drag me on Twitter because my thing is like I want to give people what I want to give them. No more, mm-hmm. no less. Hundred percent. So, on that. Yeah, and even like now, I be on Twitter, but like I do my like little check in. I'll be on there all day, and then you might not hear from me for like the next couple of days. I'll, right. I'll pop back in. But I feel like I have not. I don't want to say trained, but I feel like my audience has become accustomed to that. Mm. Yeah. So like they know yeah. like I pop in, I pop out. Right. Yeah. And that's just what it is because I have to. I have to create some for some space for yeah. me. But you know what it is now? Now I'm just like mm. I gotta scroll all day. I gotta look at my likes, <laughs> and there's always activity going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You pop in. Always, and I'm, and I'm uh, thankful. You pop in. I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, but even in yeah. my hat, you so stupid. <laughs> he is doing a three uh, formation snap. Um, in formation. But I'm, and I'm so thankful for yep. it. But I'm, yeah. I'm also like, you know what? Like, I don't want to lose myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, mm-hmm. I feel like I be lost. 
sometimes, sometimes you do it for the likes and you re- really be fucking lost. And the yeah. thing is, it's yeah. easy It's easy to get lost, but it's also easy to find yourself to find again. Yeah. yeah. You know, and what I realized yeah. is like, I kept deleting my Instagram and all my friends would be like, bitch, what the fuck do you keep doing? doing Stop deleting that shit. Stop changing your name. And you're like, in the moment I wanted to, but then I didn't. Like, yeah. But I, I still wanted to, but what yeah. I was realizing is like, my friends want to see me, right? Yeah. My yeah. family wants yeah. to see me. So that's why I removed all my followers because I don't know y'all niggas. Yeah. And the only people that follow me are friends, family, and people I want to work with yeah. or yeah. people I want to talk to. Yeah. And talk about some of the things that you that you did instead, like creating email lists or certain things like this or just ways that you could, or, you know, using a different person's account to check in with your <laughs> your friends or watch Facebook videos yeah. or things like that. Oh, you like got that. a burner account? No, the thing is I managed... <laughs> what nigga you be stalking, girl? No, I... <laughs> I got you, Benny! <laughs> I manage so many accounts, so I just go on somebody's account that I manage and yeah, that's what I do stalk too. whoever like, I do. I got blocked by my ex one time and I run like Joe Budden Network, Joe Budden Pod, no Pod. I got like, mad. I'm, I always got my eye on you. I damn near tried to log into Alex and shit one time. Like, oh, shit. That's like, hold on. We use the same burner account. And, and she gonna, and she gonna screenshot sick. it. She gonna be like, Joe Budden follow me. Like, no, 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 that's bitch. me, Joe and Safe Ball. running that back. Shit. You don't know which one you're getting. That's what we were like. We were like, T.I. reposted us himself. Everybody be thinking that. They be thinking he, re- he be responding directly and I'm like, why would he have time and for I that? I should know better. But I think in my head it was just like, oh, now we're the ones getting the attention. No, and the thing is, yeah. people be like emailing, they're, they're like, T.I., if I could just get a dollar. I'm like, I, yeah, nigga, it's I'm me. Not, you don't go to work. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not <laughs> yeah. a fan of that. Uh, Steph, you had some more of the blog posts that yes, you wanted to highlight. Let's talk I about did, it. Let's I talk did, about I did, it. I did. I actually wanted to go into um, your blog post about WAP. WAP, WAP, WAP. WAP. Yeah, if man. you don't know what WAP is, you've been under a rock. Wet ass pussy. Like, you my, my podcast <laughs> pundit here. Wet ass pussy, baby. Uh, so <laughs> prolifically put. Nah, um, but where would the world be without it, though? <laughs> Listen, none of us will be here. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, It'd be you know, really tough. Who That's knows what Meg was trying to teach us with right. the wet ass pussy? Po- sure. Absolutely. Right. Right. But I love, and, and I love your perspective. You see, thank you. I love it. I thank love it. I think, it. I think it holds a lot of merit. Praise to the WAP. But this is why we invite other people from outside. No, to get different opinions. For sure. Let, Absolutely. Because we don't know what we don't. We only know what we know. Yeah, and I know, you know that WAP is good for the environment. Well, for the ecosystem. <laughs> for, for the, the world. world. Nah, for the world, though. WAP for the world. Nonprofit. You said it's good for the ecosystem. Nah, it's good for my ecosystem. It's good for, your. Don't know <laughs> so it's good for the soil. Um, nah, but, you know, one thing One thing that really stood out to me, and we've had this. <laughs> good for the soil. Y'all so ridiculous. Um, we've had this conversation on the podcast where it comes to holding um, artists accountable um, for the things that they say. I yep. I have stood on the on the side of I agree I think that if you have a platform you have a microphone if you are shouting speaking into the masses Mm -hmm. like there is a certain level of responsibility that you do have Um, Alex has um, you know kind of pined on the side Mm -hmm. of this is entertainment Um, don't expect for artists to be your role models you need to be raising your kids and all of these different things but when I read your blog post but what about kids that don't have mothers okay just saying that part right we, we could get in there or whose mothers are absent mm. who are there but are like emotionally or, absent or don't have fathers don't Larsa have fathers. Pippen mothers just don't give a <laughs> fuck shit, right? <laughs> um, but I think you know you said you know I think as a culture we need to seriously evaluate our music consumption and start holding uh, artists accountable yep. but then also as a writer you kind of juxtapose it to be like I understand, like, you understand that there's a difference between, you know, discussing an experience and Mm -hmm. promoting a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, going back to WAP, right? Like, 
you said that we as like female, well, not I'm not a female. I don't know why I said we as female rappers. Um, look at me speaking <laughs> into existence. I'm not, like, one day. That, that, that's your past life goal. One Before you became a podcaster, you swore you were going to be Nicki Minaj. It's true. Like, she swore she was going to be in the streets. I got the pen. I was doing spoken word too. I wanted to be a female rapper. It's all three of us. Lori Hill. I could rap. I want to be down. I could rap. I could rap too. Money how money change situation. Right. All right. right. I was about to do your ad-libs. Do Stick to potting. Okay. No, oh, okay. I'm hating. Okay. I'm hating. Okay. Okay. He don't want me to get the bag. I'm He's hating. like, nah, you're going to get the bag with us. Um, but, but no, you said that like female, this really touched me because you said female rappers like have kind of internalized, you know, and I want to read it how you said it. Yeah. I feel through the years, female rappers have internalized the messages men were sending them and began mm-hmm. regurgitating it with their lyrics. Part of upholding the bad bitch persona slash image that many female rappers have aligned themselves with includes being sexually experienced and talented, like yep. a porn star. And it's so funny because you were like, bop it, lick it, stop it. And I'm like, this is like the bop it toy. Yeah. Like, we're not toys. Yeah. My we're vagina's not toys. Not, My vagina's not a toy. And the, I mean, sometimes <laughs> I mean, you can play with it. I mean, sometimes it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies. I'm just kidding. Ladies. I'm just kidding. Ladies. Look at this. Ladies. Look at this. Look at this. Look at you this. two getting excited. Look. I'm just, I see you relax. <laughs> I see you over there, Drew. I re- relax. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Ooh, but look at me contradicting myself, but I just put it for sure. And I'm like, oh, but you can play with it. I just, I mean, just a little podcast humans to entertainment, guys. Um, but that, that. But speak to okay. that, right? Because you have a little sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she was 16, I guess, at the time when she oh. saw the video. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of felt a little uncomfortable um, as you watched her watch the video. Yeah. Talk it was like yeah. when it was like being streamed on YouTube. You mm-hmm. know, when somebody, when something's airing on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, Benny, come here. Like, the WAP video is coming out. And I didn't really know about, like, what was happening or whatever. So I just go and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't want my 16-year-old sister watching this. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, a lot of people, here's the thing. When I made the blog post, it was 50-50. Mm-hmm. Half of people were like, thank you for saying this. This is what I felt, but I couldn't say it. Yeah. And then other people were like... Blah blah blah. <laughs> okay, let me not. Let me not. But yeah. like, other they people, didn't agree with what you. They didn't agree. They were like, they were like, stop trying to censor. Da da da. You're oppressing women, and I was oh. just like, they hit you one of those. I don't think it's the same thing. It's the reach for me. It's the reach. <laughs> Y'all really reaching. But I think because when people read pieces like that, they want to feel and and believe what they want to believe. So mm-hmm. if they don't agree yep. with you, they're still gonna read it yep. because they want to understand why they don't agree with you. They want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like they're, they're building. A arsenal to say, hey, you. this is why I don't agree. Like they know it's a preconceived notion. When you click on an article, mm-hmm. you know what you want from that article. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Automatically, mm-hmm. subconsciously. You either want to you either want to be so, affirmed or you want to be made angry yeah. because you don't agree but with it. But the thing is, people yeah. were email it was the one blog post where people were like emailing me, like, listen. Here's what's wrong with yeah. what you said. That's, and that's, I was like, that's grown ass men in my DM talking about Tory Lanez right now. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> grown ass men crying every day. Why would you say that about him? <laughs> oh, people. Oh, go take care, go take care of your girl. Dwayne is treating her way better. Continue, and, and your kids. Who's Dwayne? Your girl and your kids. in my DM. Nah, I think on my DM. But that's a, but that's the thing. Like <laughs> at first, I was very combative because yeah. I mean I mean we're from New York. So this one girl, she hit me up and she was like, and she didn't follow me she literally followed me sent me a message and was like going in and i was like mm. i'll take and she was 
the thing is, she started character assassinating. She was mm-hmm. like, and that's why I just that that. And I was like, bitch, you're ugly. Stop. Benny, Benny. you said that. Benny, you said that. God forgive me. But damn, she's ugly. But wait, 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 Benny. You, you realize that's what's going to come with it, right? As you continue to grow and you put all these things in place, it's always to come with it. Like, our D, every week, like Alex said. Every week. Every week. Right? So, yeah, that's tough. But the thing is, what I meant by that, and honestly, I wrote the post in the middle of the night I wasn't really thinking I was just very in a passion I think mode. it was very profound right so it came out good but yeah. I really wasn't like clear like oh like thinking about what I'm about to say but I just feel like it has to be balanced mm-hmm. for k- kind of like when Jay-Z said for every one um for everyone to support two fools you know that song um, Eric I'm, um, stri- I'm striking a blank. Um, 22 twos. It's on Entrepreneur. Striking a blank. With um, Pharrell Williams. Four, 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 you don't know that. It was on four, Okay, four, four, we'll, four. we'll go back to four, it. Four, four bar, that's why. It was not on four. It, four, four, four. Four. it recently oh, came out. But anyways. Sorry. But... But, <laughs> but anyways, like me, I'm like, I'm stumped. Like, for every, for every Megan the Stallion, mm-hmm. there should be another Rhapsody. But the thing is... Yeah. Balance. What you Balance. create, what you put out there yeah. is what the audience receives. If yeah. they're still receiving the same message um, over and over again, they start to think, and that's how influence works. Mm-hmm. You start to think, okay, this is what I like because it's mm-hmm. what's constantly on mm-hmm. the front of your brain. Yeah. yeah. And then you don't, since you're not being given other options, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this is what I like. This is mm-hmm. what I want to be. Yeah. My little mm-hmm. sister, she's she come to know. me. She's sat down with me and been like, look, I really want to get a BBL. She's 17. Wow. Why does she want to get a BBL? A BBL, but, for those who don't wow. know, is a Brazilian butt lift. Wow. wow, wow Why wow. does she want a BBL? Because wow. she's seeing and consuming the mm-hmm. content so, that promotes that. 100%. And, so it's and like, it looks acceptable in yeah. her eyes because Megan Thee Stallion, she's the biggest thing in the world right now. Cardi B, she was the biggest thing, still mm-hmm. is one of the biggest things in the world. Nicki Minaj, biggest thing in the world. The and only no one that I know I that, that is natural is Meg, right? Cardi has been on record and saying, yo, I've had work done. She yeah, flaunts about how about she it. got work she's done. Like and you can see it. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's visible. You sure, know, like sure. the role models, even Kim Kardashian. Y'all know how I feel about Kim. I fuck with her. I love Kim. Oh, she, she said she's never gotten any surgery. But she, <laughs> I, yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna go love for that. But and Steph, Steph, this is wait, your queen. Steph, Steph, is this your leader? Steph <laughs> tried to just get me. She tried to you see, it'd be your own people that try to catch you real quick. But I'm not gonna take the bait. I'm not gonna take I am not gonna take the bait. Shout out to Kim Kardashian. She was marching on the behalf. Oh, she ain't like that. She ain't like that. But these are the prominent figures. And women that get championed. Yeah. So when your 17-year-old sister sees them and she's like, yo, this is what I want. Right. In her mind, that's the image of success. That's how you get to yeah. where you need to be. So it's amazing that she has a figure like you who's like, yo, I'm going to work my ass off. Exactly. I'm going to take chances. Exactly. I'm going to believe in myself. Mm-hmm. And that's going to get me to where I need to be and not the BBL. And I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad she has you, honestly, because right. I, th- I kind of like how Steph was talking about. I just feel like as people, like even us, us, us podcasters, mm-hmm. we are imperfect. Right. I would hate... I would hate if y'all took all my takes every week and then literally went by them like it was law. Right. Because you heard it from the Need to Know podcast. Right. That's the issue for me. Right. Where, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like you mm-hmm. cannot do that with people. None of us are perfect. Like, I could be wrong. You know? Like, yeah. I could and literally be wrong. that's all I'm saying. That, yeah, like, you could be wrong. Like, Megan Thee yeah. Stallion has the right to be herself. Cardi B has the right to be herself. Right. City Girls has the right to express themselves. Mm-hmm. 
um, the way they want to. Mm-hmm. But not everything they say is right. Not yeah. everything they yeah. do is right. Like, yeah. You don't have to want to be like them. Right. You don't have to listen to the shit they say. Or you say. can enjoy certain right. things and be like, but yes. I don't subscribe to this. Right. You're allowed to right. disagree. And that's allowed. what I'm just exactly. saying. Like, make it balanced. Yeah. Like, if Megan the Stallion mm-hmm. or if they come out with a song that says wop, 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 you're allowed to mm-hmm. say, you know what? My wop is on lock. Like, yeah. sorry. My wop's on lock. My wop's on lock, baby. Boy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're allowed to, like, change the narrative. Yeah, and I like that too. You yeah. don't have to agree Dang with what you. you're being fed. But it's like you're almost you get attacked in mm. this in this day and age when you don't. And I think it's because this is the this is the age of sharing. We're sharing everything. Mm-hmm. We want to be validated. And we, we want, want our voice to be we heard. We want to all be the same. Yes, but we want people to agree with us. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's what it is. And if you don't agree with me, right. we can't that. get along. Or they like, come on. Are we kids? I hate that shit. Like, I hate when people, like, like, like really you say something shit. and people don't agree. And then people are like, you are the problem that is wrong in this world. Now, if but you voted for Trump, that's different. Don't fuck out of here. You are the problem. You are the fucking problem for Trump. Like, you know what I mean? But, you know. Yeah, and I and I think like there's but nothing things, wrong with that. Like I think there's nothing wrong with you speaking your piece and you having a different opinion. It was a breath of fresh air. Yes, because mm-hmm. I kind of strayed away from the conversation. Like you kind of gave me permission <laughs> to feel the way that I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you ha- and I and I'm and so that's grateful what it's about. for yes, exactly. people who are thinking exactly. outside the box. I talk about it all the time mm-hmm. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I hate group thought. I hate yeah. group thought. I, I made a presentation well, for that in college. Like, did you really? Group think. Yeah. How to come out. It was good. I was like talking shit. I was like, <laughs> and this is why. Right. It was for my comp class. Dollar sheet. Well, class. Dollar sheet. As we normally do, I know we're kind of running out of time, so I do want to get to the video. At the top of yes, each yes, episode, yes, yes, yes. we have a video, and this is kind of how we uh, came across the TI thing. Mm. We took the video clip, mm-hmm. we played it at the beginning, and then we talked about it at the end. Mm. But since you blessed us with your presence, I wanted it? to wait for it, right? Alex, Steph, this is the time you put your headphones on. Yes. We're going to play this clip, Okay. and we're just going to talk about it really quick. Get okay. your thoughts. Shout-outs to Pierre. Damn, we should have gave more time for this clip. Uh, we should have, but hey, this is this is what How we got. How much time do we have? Right, let's listen uh, fast. Not much. Yeah, let's let's get <laughs> okay. to it. And also shout out to this podcast. Uh, we took this clip from the Roommates podcast. Yeah, shout right? out to them. What they wanted in a man, you would always hear the following: I want somebody who's kind. Mm-hmm. I want somebody who's loyal. Mm-hmm. I want someone that's trustworthy. I want somebody who's <laughs> honest. I want somebody who's dependable. I want somebody that's caring. I want somebody who can be vulnerable. They start sharing all these things. And guys like me, who grew up not getting girls. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward laugh. I respect that. Honestly, <laughs> God, honestly, advice, they apply it. I respect that. And it then they like realize they're not winning. Mm. Very unsuccessful. Mm. These guys didn't realize is what I realized recently. Mm. Men were doing all the things. Sorry, women were describing all the things that make them happy. Mm. But they weren't describing the things that make them horny. There you go. Now, I'm gonna pause the video right there because I what? appreciate I wait, Alex, just because you know how to make women horny doesn't mean that other people Bro, know. I do like, not know how to make women horny. No, but listen, listen, how you do, do you make no, but women listen, horny? Please you, tell me. Alex, you know how to make people horny because we're not we're not done with the clip. We're gonna play the rest whoa, of it. He's whoa, going whoa. to explain. <laughs> he's going to explain yeah. what he means by making women horny. Cop. And I know you oh, yes, do this yes, for a yes, fact. Yes, 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 yes. Like I know this is your bag. What I know, does he do? I know you was born with these traits. Oh, this is crazy. Uh, this is And those things are two completely separate things. Which of those skills might include confidence. You got yep. that. Ambition. You got that. Drive. We got that. Independence. Yep. Um, dominance. We be making them horny, you know boy. What I mean? Intelligence. Yeah. 
It's um, the dominance. He don't got none of that? Um, nah. Leadership. Nah, wait. <laughs> He's, but he said it though. Yo, bro, my fault. I ain't supposed to lie. My fault, brother. He I don't know son name. My honest. fault, bro. My fault, bro. Nah, but, he, none of that? but he ain't have that though. Not one. But I know you had all he that. Went on. He, he went on. He went on. Because you know does. why? And you know why it's possible that he didn't. He may have not had some of those because those traits, when used, when abused, mm. like they can be very oppressive to women. Yes. Dominance. Confidence, like all of those, because he said dominance. That was the word that spoke. Like you can be like when I think about the word dominant, like it kind of gets me excited, right? But, oh, I, really? but I'm thinking about to? it. But I'm thinking about it in a different. <laughs> I'm thinking about it in a different context. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking about it in different context. What context? Now dominance, you know, behind closed doors. Now we trying to. Learn and then you. dominance when it comes <laughs> to you know, maybe constructive criticism mm. Mm. or offering advice yeah. or accountability. I'm really not too keen on that. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm yeah. working through it. Yeah. But right now I'm in a place that's very personal in my personal growth that I don't really want too many other voices and opinions telling me what I need to do. Well, Especially when it, that, even if it comes from a, a man that I'm, I might be into. The, you better not mansplain. The reason that <laughs> I, I, I selected, and I didn't even select this. Uh, again, shout out to Pierre. He, he yeah. brought this to us and he said, yo, I yeah. think this would be a great topic for you guys. Yeah. So shout out to him. But one of the reasons that we all chose this clip mm -hmm. is because um, we, we have another woman in the room, personally. Nice. You know, it's not just Steph. So mm -hmm. we get a different aspect and, you know, we don't want to dig too deep into your dating life and all that other stuff. Mm. But... What dating life? <laughs> uh, yo, oh my, yo, she's, she's, she's really so killing this shit. She's really killing this shit. You're killing this shit. Invite me back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because she, he, he said, from his words, mm -hmm. he didn't get women. Yeah. yeah, and he realized, hey, I can make a woman happy, but maybe she's gonna look elsewhere yep. to get some of those other things off. Mm, she's not. Yeah. She's not trying to fuck me. Or women are describing what makes them happy, but aren't describing what makes them horny. Mm -hmm. No, nah, I'm not. You agree or disagree? <laughs> okay, the whole time I was listening to this <laughs> clip, the first time you played it, and now, I feel like I, I thought of, ironically, um, the mega. The stallion lyric, mm. looking at this motherfucking money make me wet. Rich bitch pussy only come for a check. So it's like mm. women. Mm. Well, I'm not gonna speak for all women, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In my last relationship, I felt like he was soft, and I was just like, Oh, she from that tradition. All right, all right. Now, what made him soft? <laughs> Explain that, yeah. Because um, that could be an ego blow to a lot of men. Sure. Oh, what made so. him soft is that I'm harder than you. <laughs> like, all right, all right, so all right. It was right. a comparison. It was a comparison. Like, a woman is gonna look at you and she's gonna be like, because women, we like to test the line. I think she's most women will agree yeah, with that. She's not wrong. We like to give you that little attitude and see <laughs> what the fuck you gonna do. <laughs> so, so it's, did, it's chess, what? nigga, not checkers. Like, did you not what? feel protected? Like if y'all got into a fight oh, or altercation oh, while y'all mm -hmm. going out, do you mean he was soft in that sense of no, like actually, he's not gonna protect me? Actually, he kept the toolie, but he uh, <laughs> okay. was good. Hey, oh my goodness, pop the, the trunk, got hot sauce in my back. Yo, pop the trunk, pop the trunk, pop the trunk. We're not arguing, right? Anyway, she's. But, um, <laughs> so in what aspect was he soft? But like, it's like, I don't like, I don't like to be more dominant than you. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I still have like a traditional, I guess, understanding of relationship. Okay. For example, my father said when I get married that my husband is like, basically like, like my father is like, listen, I have no responsibility over you anymore. Oh, he's washing his hands. Your husband. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very rider. traditional. My dad's right? the same. And household. I still. Ain't and paying your damn phone bill no more. 
no mo, honey. <laughs> so I still have this idea of like, okay, a woman is the neck and the man man is the head. Mm-hmm. Come on. If I'm supposed to be the neck, nigga, you better lead. Mm. And that's like, and you better have a vision. Like, if mm. I have a vision, you better have a stronger vision. Gotcha. Or it gotta be a line. Like, right. I don't like being the dominant person in a relationship because it's like I'm already dominant in my work. So Come on. Gotcha. you like when I go into my relationship, I I don't want to have to like worry about shit. Like mm-hmm. where should even little shit like. Where do you want to go? It's like, nigga, make a decision. Tell like, go. tell me where <laughs> we're going. Gosh, tell me where we're going. Make plans. Have initiative. Mm. Tell me where this relationship is going. Put yeah. the pressure on me. Mm. Be like, listen, this is where I see us. And I could, and I could say, ooh. <laughs> All right, ladies, see? ladies, but, ladies. Makes, but fellas, y'all heard that? She's ooh, right. that's what it do when niggas like me and Alex walk in the room. <laughs> that's what. That's how we making them feel though. Because Alex not gonna keep it real. Alex, Alex, he's not gonna keep it a bean. Like I'm gonna But wait, hold up. I'm gonna keep it a bean for y'all. Like it do what it do. That's what. That's how it make them feel like. Ooh, the calm, the leadership. Alex, he a leader. I could see a leader from my, from a mile away. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I, I identify want you to be a leader. with it. Yeah. Like, okay. I want you to be, so let I, me shoot some bail for those type of brothers, right? Because mm-hmm. I felt like I've given advice to brothers like that. What they tell me is like, <laughs> if I'm supposed to treat her like this is real talk too. Like, yo, my girl calling me soft. What? How do you treat her? Like the princess she is. <laughs> nah, fam. <laughs> like, nah, so, fam. And, and this is what he told me. This is what he told me. He was like, he was like, yo, if I'm supposed to treat her like a princess, and, and you know, ain't I supposed to be soft with her? You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and you know, ain't I supposed to? You know, I want to leave, yeah, but you know, if you're not about that. Why would I do that? But there's a difference. And I don't get why mm. men don't get that. Because I, I didn't tell him he was soft, but I was kind of showing him like, mm. and <laughs> And he was like, and eventually he started, Yawn. he started being a little rude to me. Mm. And then I think he thought I thought that shit was attractive. And I was like, no, nigga, you could leave. Like, what? You know? <laughs> That's not what I meant. And now I'm single. I didn't mean to <laughs> And now I'm and now single. single. Yeah. What's good to eat? Hey. <laughs> In New York, I'm a Lee Rock. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's, it's like yeah. niggas that be like oh if you want to get girls you got to treat them bad and you got to be an asshole and you got to be toxic it's like oh are you dumb like it's just yeah. about respecting yourself a woman will see if you respect yourself and if you have a vision and if you know where you're going within like seconds of meeting you it. yeah. it's an energy that you carry about mm-hmm. yourself and mm-hmm. if you don't carry that energy not just um in your relationships, even in business, if you go into negotiations mm-hmm. and pe- niggas could tell you don't respect yourself, mm-hmm. they gonna be like, they gonna lowball yeah. you. And yeah. then when you try to like, cool. yeah, even like especially women, it's like it's hard for us to like be confident. But now yeah. I go into negotiations, I'm like, here the price, Beautiful. and they're like, yeah. and they're like. So does this change and when I'm this? Like, yeah. Does this change when y'all deal with a dude that knows his worth? I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I'm like, this is why I was talking about like the dominance. Like, I'm now realizing, and I think mm-hmm. because I've just been used to things like a certain way. Like, and and I wanted to ask y'all this. Like, if the man or woman of your dreams walked up to you today, would you be ready? Yep. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't shit. Yet. I think that I'm finding out. Like, I still definitely have work to do because when ladies. Y'all asking for that man that's dominant. Nope. Y'all asking for that man that knows where he's going, what listen. he want. He's gonna want you to align with that. And and, I, I, and and listen, y'all are, you know, a reflection of your mate and your mm-hmm. mate and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if somebody's coming at you and, and they're and they're holding you to a higher standard mm-hmm. and they're holding you accountable to the things you say, do, and 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 whatever. Yeah. yeah. And me, I am a very. I'm a very dominant, independent, alpha woman. Don't tell me what to do. I have a very rebellious spirit that very. I that I <laughs> that I have adapted over the years as a defense mechanism. <laughs> yeah. As a defense mechanism because I was always surrounded by 
mostly like I was always in mostly male spaces. Sure, I was always. raised by my father, so I you could tell saying? if so, you saw from a mile away. My mile my away. Exactly. And my father's in the army. Like right. I'm gonna be like, you better sit up straight. I got two <laughs> big brothers. You better sit up straight. I got two big yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah. One's working in the federal what? government. One's six, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's a it's a it's a it's a delicate dance yep. for yeah. women and men because like like Benny said yeah. we don't want you to disrespect us like that's not the like don't be mean to me I'm gonna curve you don't are you, are you dumb I if you're like, mean to me I'm gonna go back to my father and be like yo <laughs> see, I don't think daddy doesn't treat no, me like I, that I don't think it's mean daddy either. doesn't do that I brought it up like two minutes ago I feel like y'all have to be ready for a man not all men are like this for a man that knows his worth yes. mm-hmm. a man that knows his worth is a different type of breed he's not finna play with you yeah. but see not just sometimes I'll be wanting to play that's my point let me play with you that's what I'm speaking to. A man that knows his worth, yeah. mm-hmm. he gonna speak to you a certain way. Hey, and, 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 that attitude y'all got, <laughs> and, y'all not, and y'all not gonna be used to it. Exactly. It's, 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 it's almost like it's exactly. almost like it's, it's, it's like a picture when he's throwing a pitch. It's not a fastball. It's a curve. And y'all not ready for that, that because y'all are so okay. used. Like, and I, I'm so glad we got yes. here before yes. we wrap up. Yes. Because when we first started this conversation, yeah. Benny said, "You know what? I jumped in y'all DMs, and y'all niggas was so easy <laughs> in a joking way, right? In yeah. a joking way, yeah. she said that. Yeah. But if y'all do jump in the guys' DMs, most niggas are easy. Come on. Like. Mm. And, and this Come is on. not even something that I'm, I'm bragging about, no. but it, it goes to what Steph and Benny what was saying. What you mean by that? By niggas are easy. By what you said, but niggas are easy. The niggas that don't know their worth. Exactly. Mm. You can lead them exactly. on read five times in a row, and, and they, they still, still writing the same there. message. And they still <laughs> going to be there. And they're not going to understand, you know what? Not this girl only like sees me for this. Mm. I know. I, I know. Wait, wait. So you you only hit me up when I'm posting mm-hmm. selfies. You Come have on. nothing to say Come about on, my on. accomplishments. You have nothing to say about my career and some of the things that I'm saying. I'm already reading you without you even knowing he's you over here like vibrating so, Alex is having connection <laughs> nah because it's Come a real on. thing like yeah. women aren't used to niggas that know that, that have worth. the moment he know his Self- worth he's gay Sever? What? I, I don't know okay. what he's doing with it. Okay. <laughs> no, my fault. I, I, my fault. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Are you okay? Are you going to be okay? I'm good. Nah, but I, ain't even, I wasn't even taking him there. My fault, bro. Like, I was oh, no, taking him somewhere, said, whoa, whoa. bro. My fault, bro. We but was I was going taking on a journey somewhere. together, but I'm getting off at this time. It wasn't yeah. my journey, but you know, <laughs> I've heard that. Nah, for sure, for sure. But nah, like everybody was saying, yeah, fellas, know your worth. Lady, be prepared for a man that does know his worth. Because a lot of them don't. Because a lot of women are asking for things we not ready for but the thing myself included that's the difference between if you want to be like i'm not gonna say a wife or a girlfriend but it's like if you want to be like you could tell when a nigga want to be like your husband or like a uh, good time just a good time like you know what i mean i feel like right i'm mr right now right (laughs) and i feel like a lot of people in our generation it's like I'm here for a good time, not, not a long yeah. time. But if you're tired of wasting your time, you gotta realize, like, okay, I want the man that's gonna talk to me. We need a to hear way. this, so pull up to the mic, sis. Pull oh, up I'm so closer. sorry. No, yeah, move your, your shoulder, whole chair. Your shoulder, your shoulder, mama. Your shoulder, mama. Look, shoulder, shoulder, work, look. shoulder work. Look shoulder. in there. Put your shoulder in. The put the shoulder but, in. Oh, hey, oh, it's, 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 oh. No, but it's coming to an end. That's like the difference between like you could tell when a man when a man has self worth and he has goals and he has you know values and he's going in a certain direction. He doesn't have time to play with you, and you're more attracted to a man yeah. that doesn't have time to play yeah. with you but you yeah. might not be, be ready, ready to what, what you're attracted to, to. And, and when I said like yo when a man know his worth he be gay some women result to oh you don't know what I got going on here yeah. But girl, what, not all you got going on is com- pussy. Hey, you know what I'm Let's saying? talk Completely about not it. acknowledging his worth. Yeah. It has a result to oh, right. he must be gay. If he yo, Alex, mm-hmm. I think we finally mm-hmm. won a segment on this shit. I think bro. we might have. I think we, I, yo, I think we, we might have. We might have, my boy. 
You feel me? YouTube, hello. I think we bought it in finally. <laughs> uh, Benny, 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 Benny. Is this what you deal with every week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got the the bros. Uh, <laughs> but Benny, Benny, we, we unfortunately, all good things come to an end. Yes. Um, I do want the people to find you. We yes. do want the people to continue to follow your story. Found, my your thing journey. is, my Instagram is private, so y'all gonna request me and I'm gonna delete that shit. Okay, I'm not well, gonna lie. All right, but so you can follow my blog, yes. Go. Benedith, B E N E D I T H L A U R E dot com yes. backslash blog yes. hey i love it love to see it so also she has a book out yes, so does. make sure y'all go cop that what's the name of the book what's the name of the book uh love, love is fire is my first book and living is a choice we make is my second book they're I'm sorry, both two published books okay. <laughs> and she's barely legal to drink <laughs> what are you doing with your life i just got legal i just got legal <laughs> uh, happy okay. birthday uh again Thank you for pulling up for to sure. the it show. So it, it, it was a pleasure to have Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I do look forward to seeing what you're going to do. I'm, mm. I'm pretty sure the Meg Thee Stallion documentary is going to come. I'm pretty I'm sure you. you're going to be working with Drake. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure all 100%. the things that you put out into the universe is not a delusion. Mm-mm. It is a purpose. And I want you to remember Speak that. Like the Need to Know podcast said we'll it first. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Alex, Steph, yes, as always, is what mm-hmm. y'all need to know when you need to know on the Need to Know podcast. God willing, we will be back for another chapter next week. Later. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir.